I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. kind of bullshit's on the menu today, Meat Wedge? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I... Did you forget to write the menu again? For- forgot. Forgot we were running a restaurant. <laughs> it's uh, just bullshit and beer cheese. <laughs> That's all we got. Just two items. Just two beer cheeses. <laughs> One's a little bit spicy. I love Not a beer cheese. Too spicy, yeah. I was eating some dip that was like everything but the bagel dip earlier. Yeah. So good. I love everything bagel. The spice? On everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't usually like it, honestly. Yeah. I had some everything bagel hummus today. Yeah, nice. And it was great. Hell yeah. Pretty fucking good. But everything bagels are also my favorite bagels, so. I'm aware. I know. What if one day you ordered an everything bagel and it was literally everything? <laughs> <laughs> you like took a bite and you're like, there's a like, kitchen sink in here. There's... Oh. <laughs> wow. I was just going for foods. Bagel no. thing. No, no. <laughs> Sesame no. seeds, garlic, chocolate chips. <laughs> Blueberries. Blueberries. Did you know? <laughs> Tell me. That a lot of times the blueberries in blueberry bagels are actually just cranberries and then they're like infused with blueberry juice flavor, like juice and flavor. Because if you put actual fresh blueberries in your bagels, they tend to make the entire bagel blue. And so they just don't do it. What's wrong with a blue bagel? I don't know. Who doesn't want to eat that? I would eat it. It's showing me that you're truly throwing blueberries in there. Yeah. I know. I learned that uh, in my time working at a bakery because the ingredients were like cranberries. I was like, what the fuck are cranberries doing in my blueberry bagel? That's fucked up. It is fucked up. You're afraid of getting fucked up. (laughs) Speaking of fucking up. It's rude. What? Something we didn't get to talk about last week. But, you know, it's still the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, you got any got any resolutions? Not really. I'm not really a resolution person. Yeah. More of a goals person, which sure. is kind of the same thing. But, you know, it's like not necessarily what I'm going to change about myself. But, you know, just a thing that I'm going to try and accomplish. Sure. Um, I did not have any goals last year because... Fuck that. It was a weird year. Yeah. But the year before was to buy a house and I accomplished that. So maybe this year, I say it every year and I have for the past 12 years, but one of these days I'll get around to it. I would like to learn to play the cello. Oh. Because I have one. What? And I've always liked it. Yeah. I didn't know you had one. I've had a cello for... Where has it been? A very long time. It's upstairs in my house. What? Yeah. (laughs) Did you have it when we lived together? Yes, I've had it for 12 years. Have I seen it? Maybe. Is it real? It's very real. Weird. Yeah, yeah, you should do that. It is currently broken, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I knocked it over and yeah. it broke. Huh. I personally think it's very fixable. 
I called, there's a guy in town who fixes violins and cellos and stuff, and yeah. I called him and I told him it was broken, and he was like, yeah, I think you're boned. And I was like, I think if you just looked at it. My professional opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your bone? Because, uh, well, it says, like, the neck snapped off. But it, the neck itself is not broken, and the body of the cello is not broken. They have just separated oh, from each yeah. other, and I think they it just would be don't get along. Very anymore. easy, yeah. <laughs> it's a counseling. trial separation. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be very easy to put them back together. Yeah, it's not like the neck is still in one. I think your piece. first goal needs to be to get your cello back together. Yes, and then it's true. you can learn to play it. And then I can learn how to play it. Exactly. Um. Yeah. It's. It's one of my favorite instruments. I think it sounds super cool, and I would yeah. love to learn to play it. And I do have one. Right. So you should. So I should. Yeah, fucking get on it then. Um. So yeah, maybe that's maybe this is the year, the year twenty twenty two, the year of the cello. Um. Yeah. Other than that nice. We'll know that I have a lot of goals. Cello. Cello. It's I've, a cello. I have been going to the gym already. Yeah. So I got a jump start on that. Good for you. I'm going for a couple months now. I've been thinking about it. Kicking my ass. Yeah, honestly. And I've heard that it's the thought that counts. Uh-huh. Yeah. So You can just feel yourself getting stronger if you think about all those yeah. crunches yeah. that you could be doing. I would never do a crunch. No, I don't like any of it. Were I to go to the gym? Yeah. Nope. Don't care. I don't do crunches, although today I did hanging knee raises nope. where you hoist yourself up and then you bring your knees to your chest the last time i tried to do that i peed a little because <laughs> i strained so hard and i was like well nope it's it's not a good time i mean honestly if my wonderful brother just texted me a couple months ago and was like hey my gym is free and i will also like walk you through all of the things yeah so i have a free gym and a free personal trainer uh comes with a little bit of sass sometimes yeah I'm but sure. that's the price you pay <laughs> Your brother is 98% sass. <laughs> it's true, but like hilarious sass. Yeah, very funny. Yeah. So so it's it's mostly a good experience. It's fun to hang out with him and, you know, yeah. get swole. Yeah, so you're doing that thing. That's, uh, yeah, so just keep doing that. Not give up as much as I would like to. Yeah. And learn to play the cello. Hell yeah. But you, you got any goals for this year? My goal, the last resolution goal that I had in... I don't remember even what year it was, because time isn't real anymore. No. Was to use social media more intentionally. Yeah. Rather than just as, like, a brain off time. Yeah. Because I do need to use it for work. Right. But when I also use it for social interaction, it's just I'm on my phone too much if I'm also using it for work. Yeah. And I don't want to be. I would yeah. like to be on my phone less. Yeah, you know I what? would just like for the That's time fair. on my phone to be productive. To be more productive, yeah. yeah. And maybe I can do that this year. Maybe so. I don't know. I think I I have been... Well, I started being on my phone a little bit less because I took all the games off of it. And yeah. that was definitely like taking up... Because I would like to read more, too, I think. Mm. I have gotten way out of the habit of reading. I bought and so I many books last year. like to read. And I read one of them. Yeah. <laughs> But it was Dune. It was and Dune. And that's an undertaking. It's true. So you can count that as two, I would okay, say. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take it. I did buy the next book in the series. Nice. So maybe I'll read that. Um, But then, one, I got Animal Crossing. Mm. And then, two, I remembered how much fun it is to read Am I the Asshole on Reddit. Ooh. And so I do a lot of that in my yeah. spare time. Because it is a lot of fun. Yeah. This is why I haven't picked up Animal Crossing again. Because I'm just like, 
I just don't. I know I wouldn't be able to put it down. It and does I take have up a lot stuff of stuff I need to do. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Same. I try to usually only play it when once I'm in bed. Yeah, and not like during the day, unless I've already been like I. I know I'm not getting anything done today. Today is a lazy day. Then I'll just like sit around and play. Yeah, all day. yeah. But for other sure. than that, I try not to pick it up until late at night. But then also that means that sometimes I stay up way too late. Yeah, when I should go to bed. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I I don't really have any goals. I have some hopes and dreams and you know things like that but yeah not a lot of goals yeah let's see what happens yeah might try to do less actually <laughs> that's fair i've been taking a lot of naps lately yeah it's been really nice just letting myself relax is nice yeah but my schedule at work has changed so i have more days in a row off so i can get stuff done so that'll be nice Hell maybe yeah. i'll get even more pets fuck it i would like to get another cat oh not even for me just for my cat yeah, that's why you're gonna borrow my cat while I'm out of town. Yeah, so I'm they can hang out. So they're excited to have him come spend the night. Yeah. Because <laughs> I miss your cat. I know. And I think that my cat misses your cat. Yeah. I just, like. My cat misses your cat. Yeah. Because my other cat does not cuddle. Right? And they used to cuddle together all the time. We have so many pictures of them in just cuddle puddles. I know. That's very sweet. It is very sweet. But I. <laughs> I'm selfishly afraid that if I got another cat for my cat. That they would go sleep somewhere else. Because <laughs> right now, sleep with you yeah, anymore. he sleeps in my bed yeah. every night to an annoying degree sometimes. Where I'm like, you cannot get in my face. Yeah, it's physically impossible. Troll also. But for I the wake most up part, and he's sleeping on my head sometimes. Yeah, I woke up and like he was curled around the top of my head with one <laughs> paw draped over my face, Aww. and I was like, "Hello, oh, <laughs> I'm asleep." That's annoying. <laughs> Does he still do that thing where sometimes you wake up and he's laying on your chest and very gently caressing your face with his claws? Yes. But my girlfriend... Unsettling. Trimmed all of his claws. Yeah. And you can't feel it anymore. Nice. Yeah, it's Well, great. he was never like... It never hurt. It hurts it me a little. the slight... Well, it's because you're allergic to cats. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't hurt. It, but he, like, he doesn't cut you. You know, you're not yeah, like, bleeding yeah. and it's not deep. It's just a very gentle scraping of the claws across your face and it's a weird way to wake up but i miss him anyway yeah my cat just sleeps i sleep on my side and i'll i stick the un like the bottom arm out yeah he just sleeps right there in front of me with his head on my arm and i would be so sad if he didn't do that anymore you're gonna have a trial run with troll that's true see if they both sleep in bed with you that's true but what if i know troll probably will because he always used to but what if the new cat doesn't she gotta go back <laughs> or he... I anyway, go I got the receipt. Anyway, it's a, it's a thought, but uh, yeah, that's about it. You know, things have been honestly pretty good. Yeah. So if I same. can just maintain, yeah, maintain is good. I would be happy. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Anyway, what are we doing here? We are uh, hosting a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're hosting a podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's it's called uh, Replay Rewind. I've heard of it. We talk about movies. Specifically, kids' movies from the 90s and before. We take a movie that we haven't seen in a long time, and we try and remember what happens in it. And then we go watch it, and then we come back and tell you what actually happens. And then we give you some fun trivia, like who was in it, or how much money it made, or where the kid that was in that thing is now. Hmm, yes. How many times he's been arrested. Oh, boy. (laughs) Devin Rattray. Oh, yeah, recently got arrested for assaulting his fucking girlfriend. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. Yeah. Buzz from Home Alone was yeah 
in the last couple of weeks yeah arrested. around christmas yeah how dare what an asshole anyway <sighs> anyway what i'm meatwedge is your name and <laughs> I'm Bucket Snake. Bucket Snake. <laughs> <laughs> so Lancelot of Camelot. Um, and I, this is the part where I would say I have a question for you. Ask me a question. I don't have one. Just pick one. <laughs> Ask what? me any question. It's the unlightened velocity. No. <laughs> air flight, airspeed velocity. Wow, it's been a long time since I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Of an unladen swallow. Uh, I actually just watched that maybe like six months ago, but I still couldn't tell you that quote. Yeah. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Oh. And then what? African or European? Oh, I don't know that. And then there he goes. Um, I'm sure I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How do you uh, feel about gorillas? <laughs> oh, um, honestly, do you have my honest opinion? Yeah, always. Okay. Uh... I'm glad they exist. I want them to be happy and thriving and healthy. I yeah. don't want to look at them. Because they're too much like a yes. guy. They're yeah. too much. They look too human. There's a guy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last time I went to the zoo, I looked at them for a bit. And then I looked at their ears. And their ears look exactly like our ears. Like, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, I have to go. Yeah. That's a, that's a man. There's like a man in there. He's dumb. But I've known some pretty dumb people. <laughs> so I don't know that there's much disconnect. Yeah, I, I feel that. I like them. I think they're really neat. Yeah, and... but they're just us. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they, they have fuzzy. a social hierarchy. They live, like, their lifespans are very similar. Yeah. You know, they do all the same things we do. Yeah, I think their diets are pretty similar. Yeah, they just don't. They do have big, sharp teeth, though. Yeah. Which is pretty tight. That would be fun. Do they? Do gorillas eat meat? I don't think they do. Oh, I don't think they do either. How do they get so swole not eating meat? Was it you and I that saw the hippos, or was it me and uh, Hot Toes? <laughs> no, you and I forgot to see the hippos when we went to the zoo. When we somehow, did we go to the zoo? Uh, last spring, yeah, summer, and we skipped the hippos. Yeah, we ran out of time. Outside. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because the zoo is so big. Um, yeah, the fucking hippos just eat like lettuce that's true and they're huge like what? yeah but they're like there's a lot of fat there too i mean they are big and strong where do they get the fat from for sure they're well lettuce. they have to have it to keep them safe but like gorillas are like they look like buff dudes and they yeah. they're not taking like pre-workout or protein or anything <laughs> they're just huge buff dudes and i'm yeah. like how how can they get so buff when they're not eating meat i don't know i guess the vegetation they eat is protein rich Sure. I don't know. Yeah, Fucking no, I, I don't either. Um, I watched them eat some pumpkins when I was there. Cute. Yeah, it was cute. I love baby gorillas. I also have like... Baby gorillas are very cute. I had a book for some reason when I was a child. Every time I talk about books that I had as a child, I'm like, oh, that was fucked up. I remember having a book <laughs> as a kid that was about prison escapes. Oh. Which is kind of, I think, my first foray into true crime. Nice. It was just like famous escapes from prison which yeah. i think is fascinating mm-hmm. it didn't really go into why they were in prison it Good. just talked about how they got out sure um I, like it talked about those do you two... want to know my favorite uh prison escape fact yes that up until a certain point it wasn't illegal to escape from prison oh yeah that's because it was like yeah of course somebody's gonna try to escape that's just a natural human instinct yeah we can't punish you for that yeah if we but they, they still catch you right for your crime 
Yeah, if they catch you, they can't you can add... get put back in. Yeah, but they can't charge you with escaping from prison. Can they now? Yeah. Oh, bullshit. Um, <laughs> bullshit. It had it had those two brothers that escaped from Alcatraz mm. in it. You know, the ones that made like dummy heads and yeah, and then and then they never were seen again. And maybe they're still alive. Well, and, they're probably dead now, but right, probably escaped. Yeah, um, and they maybe showed up to their mom's funeral dressed as women. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> big muscly ladies. <laughs> Um, so I had that book, and I also had a book, I just, I don't even remember what the fucking book was about, but I just remember there being, like, a drawing inside of it of a child who fell into a gorilla enclosure. Harambe! No, it was way before that. I know, but God. And the the kid was, like, fine. Like, the gorilla, like, took care of him. Yeah. You know? And, And they were able to, like, get him out. Yeah. But just this, like watercolor-esque painting of like a child face down in a gorilla enclosure this sounds familiar to me too like a little blonde boy with a stripey shirt or something yeah it was a common book maybe as a kid i don't remember what it was about or why i just can like picture this child like because a parent was like holding him and he's like pointing at the gorillas and the next thing you know he's like lying face down in the dirt yeah like that red jumpsuit apparatus song right um definitely Mm -hmm. i don't know i think they're cool I think they're cool, too, and I want them, like I said, to thrive and be happy. I just can't look at them for too long. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to look at them for too long, because they will attack you. Icon, As they should. Aggressive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Why are we uh, fucking talking about gorillas? Well, because it's January, and we decided, for no reason other than it's fun, that <laughs> January was Big Animals Month. We're doing creature features this month. Yee-yee. So today we're going to talk about... Mighty Joe Young. Hell yeah. A I gorilla movie. remember very little about this movie. I don't remember nothing about this movie. There's like a blonde lady. The end. Mighty Joe Young is like a big gorilla. Mm-hmm. Like too big. Yep. Not like normal big. Right. It feels very like Iron Giant. Yeah. Storyline, I think. Uh-huh. Of like everybody thinks he's dangerous, but he's not. Yeah, because there's a point where the blonde lady is like, Joe! Yeah. For whatever reason. Joseph. But I don't remember why. I'm picturing this might be wrong, but I'm picturing what's her name? Jenna Elfman, who was Dharma in Dharma and Greg. Oh. That's who I see in my brain. Oh. Probably not her. Yeah, I don't know. I, I truly cannot picture a human. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what humans look like. <laughs> kind of like gorillas. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's why they made me uncomfortable. Especially in the ears. Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I imagine that he's too big and then maybe escapes into the city. <laughs> he's too big. Why was that so funny? I know. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be. <laughs> he's too big. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's like I don't know, kind of like a child's King Kong. Yeah. Like that's is kind he of... smart? Is he? I don't know anything about this movie. Why is he so big? I don't know. Was he a science experiment? <laughs> is he okay? He's not okay. I remember. I do. But he's like real nice. Think that it is CGI gorilla. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a guy in a suit. Maybe it makes it both. I think it's gonna look. I think it's gonna look really bad. Bad. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. The early CGI. CGI. Yeah. The early years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. hope it's good. 
I don't have high hopes for it. No. But I'm interested to see. Yeah. I think I watched it once. I think I watched it once, too. It'll be interesting to see, like, if anything comes back. If I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember this movie. Or if I'm just like, no. <laughs> yeah, this is all new information. None of that's in there. <laughs> so. Yeah. It'll be fun to find out. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, there's probably a I just remember forced him... romance. Yeah, I remember him being taller than the trees. Oh, that seems too big. Yeah, he's too big. <laughs> it's too big! Yeah. Huh. And there's a kid. There's gotta be. It's always a kid. Probably like a... Max or a... Dead or divorced parent in yeah. there somewhere. The dead parent is just hanging out. It's <laughs> a dead parent in there somewhere. Killed by a gorilla. Oh, no. This movie's about revenge. It's just a revenge film. Um, there's probably a bad guy who wants the gorilla for nefarious reasons. The U.S. Army. And they try to keep him, but then he has to be released back into the wild or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, somebody tries to capture him for bad reasons. He almost gets killed. Yeah. He saves the little boy's life. Yeah. And then probably. he escapes. Yeah. I bet that's what happens. Uh, you know, I don't I don't think that's too far-fetched. <laughs> I don't think that's out of If the it gets realm weirder than that, though. Possibility. Yeah. I would like to be surprised, like, pleasantly. Yeah. About. I could throw stuff at you. <laughs> Is that an unpleasant <laughs> surprise? this movie. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Not just in general. Oh. I would like to be pleasantly surprised in general. <laughs> um, but I, I, it would be nice if this movie was like, oh, that's not at all where I thought that was going to go. Yeah. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a yeah. pretty predictable fish out of water type gorilla story. gorilla out of jungle yeah 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 all right cool let's go fucking find out let's go watch it uh while we're watching it you go get some bananas <laughs> that's a common misconception i'm just kidding i've seen gorillas eat bananas yeah i've I'm, seen it a pumpkin i don't know whatever so get some fresh produce make yourself a salad maybe a fruit salad pumpkin salad. but like just eat it with your hands yeah no utensils no. And check out our Patreon. Well, I don't want you to get your keyboard all sticky. <laughs> if you're covered in fruit juices. I don't know. Check Live your Patreon, best life. Then eat your snacks. Then eat your fruit salad. Yeah. Alright, there we go. Patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. Go check it out. We'll be back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Well, that was a fucking unfulfilling movie. Yeah. It was just so borderline, like, it didn't have to be that bad. No. They could have done better. Yeah. The bones were good and could have been interesting. The bones were there. Yeah. 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 There was potential there, but it just missed so many... So many marks. Marks. So many obvious marks. Opportunities. Like good writing, good acting, mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. set design. Mm-hmm. Missed a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> the gorilla looks good. He does, yeah. I was expecting it to be like Jumanji levels of bad CGI. Yeah, yeah. At, at least in parts, but he looks pretty convincing. Yeah, he did a good job. You know, there are some scenes where you're like, oh, this is clearly shot in front of like... Yeah, a green screen. A green screen. Actually, it was a blue screen. Oh. <laughs> Well, but um, I am. That's um, that's my job. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was about the only thing that they got like correct. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, the IMDb says a legendary fifteen-foot-tall mountain gorilla named Joe is taken to an animal sanctuary in California by zoologist Greg O'Hara and Jill Young, with whom he grew up. Poacher Strasser returns from the past to seek vengeance on Joe. It's a weird <laughs> summary. It is a weird summary. I mean, it's it's correct. Yeah. But it's just... I IMDb is all over the place. Weird. It's true. We've talked about it. I think it's At just fan input. Blinks. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, so we start in the jungle, and the subtitles are like, these are African drums, so oh. we know exactly where we are. <laughs> American drums. In Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are American drums. Yes. It's just Tommy Lee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Also, I know I literally just said it, but the set design in this movie is so bad. Yeah. Not one time am I like, yes, they are in a jungle. No. It It just looks so fake. All the plants look plastic. (laughs) There's like not, I don't know how to explain it. There's not enough background. Mm. You know, they're like, there are plants around the actor, but there's like, they're like, what, Nothing 20 behind feet behind them? them is just like... Yeah, it's really strange. It's like they're in a crowded plant store. <laughs> rather than... They are, actually. The jungle. They're just in the garden section at a Lowe's. <laughs> and every once in a while they have to cut for some old lady being like, can you give me a price check on these celosia? <laughs> like, ma'am, this is a closed set. <laughs> and then Charlize Theron goes, you found me! <laughs> Anyway, we're we're in the jungle of Lowe's, and the blonde lady is observing some adorable apes. Yeah. She's, like, taking pictures, taking notes, and her little daughter is there. Yeah, at first I couldn't tell if this little girl was, like, bored or stoked to be there. Yeah. But then she sees a baby gorilla, and they start, like, playing hide-and-seek with each other. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cute. They, like, kind of go off. Yeah. Together, just, like, hiding behind plants and stuff. And then then, both their moms are like, hey. Yeah, get back here. (laughs) And her mom says, you know, we're just here to observe. We're not here to interact. Yeah. And the little girl says, well, Joe started it. And her mom is like, remember the prime directive. (laughs) Her mom says, I don't care who started it. I'm telling you to finish it. Right. It's a a weird day for bringing your daughter to work. Yeah. Turns out. don't know that you just bring... Like a nine-year-old with you. Well, every day is bring your daughter to work day. I know. For this lady. Yeah. So her mom is saying that couldn't have been Joe because he was too big. It had to have been Marley. But Jill's like, nope, it was Joe. I know it. Check your pictures. Yeah. And then we switch to nighttime. 
where there are a bunch of people with dogs running through the jungle. Mm -hmm. It is hard to tell what's going on. It's very frantic, and a lot of the shots are, like, too close up. And it's just like, a dog face, a leaf, a dog face, a leaf. (laughs) Something is happening. Yeah. Plus, it's incredibly dark. Yeah. So I couldn't really see what was happening. Yeah, so they come across, like, a skull on a stick, which I just realized never comes back again. No. They don't return to that at all. No. Anyway, the white guy leading the troop of obvious poachers just breaks the thing in half, doesn't care. The guys speaking Swahili are upset, but... Yeah, because they're all clearly like, oh shit, it's scary out here and we don't want to be out here, but then that guy's just like... Also, he's smoking a cigar. Yeah. That's not good for hunting. You're supposed to be stealthy. Well, they're also making a ton of noise. Yeah. Yeah, they do have dogs that are just barking. Dogs and jingling. Yeah. They're not trying to be stealthy at all, so. That's true. But it's just like, you could smell cigar smoke from a long way away. Right. I don't know. That's stupid. Anyway, back in their house, Jill and her mom. What's her mom's name? Ruth. Ruth. They have like a little house there in the jungle. It's like a tiny little village with a bunch of little people. Yeah, it's cute. Well, full-size people. (laughs) (laughs) But it's cute. Yeah. So they're back in their house. And Joel's mom is like, you were right, that was Joe that you were playing with, but how can he be so big? He's only six months old. Right. And she's like, I told you. <laughs> I told you. And then she's like, all right, go to bed. And they start singing a song together. Which is, like, cringy as hell. Yeah. Because it's weirdly, like, mixed, like, the audio on it. Is somebody, like, put a reverb on it and, like, you know, it doesn't yeah. sound like it's mm. just a woman singing. <laughs> it's very strange. I didn't notice that. I just was kind of like, I mean, I guess I get it because they're growing up in the jungle. If she's growing up in the jungle, they live there. They're like making themselves a part of the. Yeah. But I was like, you don't know any songs in English. Like, no, you're not a Swahili lady. You don't speak. I mean, I guess she does. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed very like, you know, if I moved my kid to France. I wouldn't learn French lullabies. I would just sing songs that I already knew. Right. I wouldn't sing at all. I'd be like, you fucking go to sleep. (laughs) Don't look at me. Close your eyes. I will be over there because we live in one room. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. But she sings. Jill starts to fall asleep, but a dude comes in. Uh, What's his name? Quelly. Yeah, Quelly comes in and he's like, Ruth, you have to come help. There's something happening. And Jill's like, I'm going to go with you. And her mom's like, well, you can't. (laughs) Too bad. Classic. Yeah. Of course. It's too dangerous. You stay here. I'll be back. Right. Because what's happening? Uh, poachers are approaching. <laughs> <laughs> no, poachers. There's poachers. Yeah, they, they're poaching eggs. <laughs> the, <laughs> the egg poachers. Why are there so many egg references in this movie? <laughs> the poachers are afraid of the jungle and the monsters that are there. But the head guy, smoking a cigar, uh-huh. says the only thing you need to be afraid of, I think he points at himself. He's like, the only thing you need to be afraid of is right here. Oh, I thought he said to Gorilla. I don't know, because, again, I had to stop, I had to pause the movie, turn up my brightness, and put all the blinds down, because I couldn't see a goddamn thing that was happening in this scene. It was like watching the X-Files, where I was like, did you just shoot this in the dark? (laughs) (laughs) The lighting guy had the day off. (laughs) Yes, but they do shoot a gorilla. Yes. And they try to snatch up Joe. They're going to put him in a bag, which that monkey is already He's huge. big. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's going to fit in the bag. But he bites off the white guy's fingers. Mm-hmm. And then before 
He can shoot Joe because Joe runs away. Ruth comes and scoops him up. And as she's running away, Strasser takes a shot and she drops Joe. Joe runs off and smack into Jill. Yeah. She did not listen to her mother. No, she's out in the jungle with a flashlight. I almost said torch because I've been listening to way too much of the Magnus Archives. <laughs> and I'm always like, I grabbed the torch. Yes. So she's running through the jungle with a flashlight. Yeah. And she and Joe run into each other and they like go hide. Yes. And we see Strasser, this guy who just got his fingers bitten off, and his assistant Garth are trying to find Joe. Mm-hmm. But they can't. Yeah. And they get really close to them, but then they're like, fuck it, we'll just leave him here. You know, I gotta go take care of my bleeding hand because yeah, Garth- two of his fingers are missing. Yeah, Garth, though, is like, you shot that lady, like, we need to go help her. Right. And he's like, Strasser's like, no, I'm bleeding. Yeah. That's not our problem anymore. We're yeah. out of here. So they leave. Jill runs off to find her mom with Joe in pursuit. Yes. And she finds her. And she has been shot. She's just laying there on the There's no floor. blood. She looks no. like she's just hanging out. Yeah. Taking a quick snooze. And then, like, rather than getting up to try, she's like, oh, Jill, hello. And she's like, oh, look, Joe's here too. Hooray. And they don't, like, get up to no. try and, like, help her. She's been shot one time. Yeah. They just lay there and sing mm-hmm. while she dies. And yeah. she just dies. Yeah. And I don't understand why they didn't go for help. Quelly is, like, around. Yeah. They didn't go that far. around, yeah. Like, (laughs) just try. (laughs) This scene is also just awkward and takes too long. I know. It still looks like a plant store. It's, yeah. (laughs) You just push a bunch of plants over, like, on the floor. (laughs) I I mean, it wouldn't have been fun to watch a scene where she, like, like, in Lamb Before Time, she, like, tries to get up and can't. Yeah. But, I mean, at least that would have been, like... Yeah. Make an attempt. Get her back to the village and then maybe she can die there. But just the fact that she's like... And they didn't have to show her die either. You know, they could have like, oh no, we're carrying her away back to the village. Exactly. Yeah. To the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. But just, yeah, show her attempting to do anything rather than just laying there in front of her child and dying. Yeah. It's not like she was shot that badly. I don't know. (laughs) There's not even any blood. Right through the heart, maybe. I don't know. But damn, this movie starts with a double Bambi. It sure does. Yeah, because Ruth is like, take care of Joe. Yeah. He lost his mother tonight. Mm -hmm. And Jill's like, I promise that I will. Yep. And then she just dies. (laughs) (laughs) Then she's dead. Yeah, we see like a little funeral for her and Jill is standing there, but then she runs off into the woods to go play with Joe. And I'm like, yeah, same. Yeah. That's what I would do. So, 12 years later. (laughs) A white guy is approaching a village and a jeep. It's so cliche. It really is. He's it's... just in the middle of the road. He stands up out of it instead of hopping through the door. It's just... Oh, yeah, God. I know. But he stops in front of a man named Pindy, mm-hmm. who has arranged for the things that Mr. O'Hara needs. Right. Which, same question. Why is this Indian man here? I don't know. In charge of, like, all these Swahili dudes. Is Swahili a language? I know it's, it's a language. A language yeah. Is it a? It's can you spoken, be a Swahili person? It's spoken in a lot of different parts of Africa, so I'm yeah. not sure. Okay, if it's not want to be, yeah, incorrect. An African group of men. Yeah, but then <laughs> saying like African is like there's what like a hundred different countries in yeah. Africa, so it's just very like but they're very different. Kind of the same as saying American, I guess, because North America, South America, Central America. It's true. Those are all very different places, too. I just don't want to seem uninformed and insensitive, but I'm not sure what the 
if I mean, you could be I don't a Swahili person or they not. even know. I doubt these men are even speaking Swahili. Uh, Disney was just like, what's a language in Africa? Yeah. <laughs> Swahili. Tight. Okay. They didn't pick where this was set. They were just like, Africa. Truly. <laughs> no, you're, you're not wrong. I just don't want to make the same mistakes. <laughs> so, yeah, he shows up and he's like, did you get everything I need? And Pindy's like, yeah, totally, including these guys. And O'Hara's like, they're, they wouldn't happen to be poachers, were they? And Pindy's like, no, I assure you, they're very experienced trackers. Quote, unquote. And so Mr. O'Hara's like, he takes out his binoculars and looks at the only mountain in the vicinity. It's all foggy and shit. Yeah. And then Pindy's like, where do you want to go? And he takes down his binoculars and points at the mountain, which, which again, you can clearly see. It's not far Sam's away. Binoculars. <laughs> it's right there. He learns nothing by looking at it through his binoculars. And he goes, there. And Pindy's like, oh, no, that's a terrible idea. I suggest that you go somewhere else. The men don't like going up there. There's a legend, you see, of Ngaizuma. And O'Hara, like, interrupts him and is like, oh, yeah, Ngaizuma, the guardian of the Pagini Mountain. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, starts so it starts telling him the legend. Yeah. Like, he's aware. He's familiar. Yeah. Yeah, he knows the locals don't go up Mount Panini. Yeah. But <laughs> he wants to. Yeah. And I just, I mean, we've known this guy for two minutes, and I was like, I hate this man. I know. And he, while he's, like, talking, he's, like, got a map out on the... Yeah. of his Jeep, and he's using, like, a compass. Yeah, he has both the caliper compass, which yeah. I have to look up to make sure I know. It's the one with, like, two prongs that you, mm-hmm. like, swivel. You always see them, like, on pirate ships and right. shit. And then he also has, like, a magnetic compass that he gets out, flips open, looks at. And it's all to be like, yep, that mountain right there that I just <laughs> pointed at. Like, it's so stupid. None of it has any point. He doesn't point no. at the map and be like, this is the the way up there, this is the safest route. Right. It's just to make him look like an experienced tracker dude. And then the the whole time he's just like, yes, that's where I want to go. <laughs> it's just the driest delivery. And it's so boring. It's Bill Paxton. And I know I that know. he's not like, right. like he is in good stuff. I have seen him act well. Yeah. The only thing I've seen him in is Aliens, but he's so fun in Aliens. He's also in Twister. Yeah, I haven't seen that. He's just like... <laughs> It's so good. He's so much fun. And aliens, because, you know, he's just like, oh, fuck this shit, man. Like, he's just yeah. so expressive. And, you know, he's, like, freaking out the whole... It just, in this, he's just, like, so dry. Yeah, through the whole movie. There's a scene later where I, I actually went back and watched it and only watched his face for yeah. the scene. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's just a saltine of a man. Yes, and he has bangs. And he has bangs. So, anyway, they uh, head up the mountain. And then we see him using one of those, like, boom microphones, oh and he has headphones on, and Pindy says, what are you listening for? And he goes, sounds. <laughs> I was just like, I hope he falls off a cliff. Like, Yeah, and Pindy is like, ah, yes, the music of the Jokel or something. Yeah, he's like, I know a guy who'd get you a CD for $12. But I, I just- Also, that guy is so- like, one note. Of oh, like, yeah. Everybody in this movie is just super no. one note and not interesting. But, like, I I was kind of hoping at this point that he would be the villain so I could fucking hate him and something <laughs> bad would happen to him. Yeah. So I was like, I'm bored of this man. And no. Sounds. Fuck you, dude. Don't worry. There's more. Oh, much more There's of him. so much more. So while he's listening to sounds. The soothing sounds of sounds. We hear, like, <laughs> a scream. 
Yeah. Which he doesn't fucking need his microphone for because Pindy also hears it. Yeah. But anyway, so they go over to their, like, little, where they put all their jeeps and shit, and their experienced trackers have caught a leopard, and they Mm -hmm. have it in a cage. Yeah. And O'Hara, like, takes takes its blood. No blood sample, yeah. And then says, all right, let him go. And all the dudes are like, what? And Pindy's like, no, 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 put it in the truck. And then goes to, like, plead to O'Hara. He's like, we could sell that for $10,000. We could split it 50-50. Yeah. Like, come on, I know I know some guys that would love to. And he's like, no, I got what I came for. Let him go. Yeah. Now. And so Pindy's like, yeah, let him go. Didn't you hear me? Gosh, they never listen to me. And, like, tries to play it off. <sighs> but, yeah, so the leopard screams. And suddenly there's a huge rumbling boom through the jungle. There are birds taking off and all the trees are wiggling. And then... <laughs> it's McLeach and his giant... <laughs> Contra- no. No, it's a giant fucking gorilla. It's a huge gorilla. He's so big. Yeah. So and big. Everyone looks scared. Well, except yeah. for room temperature O'Hara. No, he looks stoked. Yeah, he's excited. So Pindy makes a joke about chitting his pants. Yep. Because he's like, we gotta go. And he says, don't move. Right. And Pindy says, I'm not moving, but my bowels are. Ha ha. And then the gorilla comes towards them. They don't move. They stand there. They watch it approach. He just comes up, frees the leopard, and then takes back off into the jungle. Yeah. Which so is very nice of him. It is. It's super nice. But Greg's like, oh, we learned that Mr. O'Hara's name is Greg. Greg again. With two G's. Because he's again. spicy. That's literally as spicy as this man gets. Because he has an extra G in his name. <laughs> That's me too, though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spiciest. Okay. I know. <laughs> So fuck it, <laughs> he's like, "Come on, we gotta go after him." And they're all like, "Fuck that!" Did you see that gorilla? But he says, "I'll triple your pay." And they're all like, "Okay, yeah." So they take off after him, and Greg says, "You know, we gotta get up close so I can get a blood sample." Yep. Yeah. So they're chasing after him in all their jeeps, and Greg's like, "Don't shoot him." You know, I'm just gonna get a blood sample. But then one of the guys is shooting him. Another guy tries to catch him with like a big like, shackle? Yeah. On the front of one of the jeeps? Yeah. And he's like, the guy is sitting on the front of the jeep? Yeah. It's very strange. I was like, where did they get a shackle this big? And what's it for? Truly. But- <laughs> Maybe to go around the necks of... I don't know. Maybe. I feel like anything that it would be... Anything that would be big enough to be caught in this shackle would also be big enough to wreck your vehicle. Yeah. Which Joe does. Yeah. He just completely, like, fucks everybody up. And he... So he's got this chain attached to him, and he runs around a tree and pulls it tight so that another truck drives into it yeah. and, like, is put out of commission. So he's, like, you know, super smart and using the tools available to him, whatever. Yep. And because it's the 90s, they drive this truck straight into this chain, even though they can see it. Yeah, they don't even try and avoid it or hit the brakes. No, they have enough time, you know, Greg says jump, or he tells them to duck. Yeah. And they duck down and he jumps out. So it's like, Stop. <laughs> Stop the car. <laughs> Just stop the car. Just stop the car. Have you heard of stopping the car? No. So anyway, the Jeeps are all smashed. Everybody's laying on the ground and bruised and battered. And soft-boiled Greg says, all right, you take the men back down the mountain to get patched up. I'm going into the jungle. And he gets his little backpack and he runs into the trees. Yes, I have to admit, I was watching this movie. But when there is, like, too much action, my brain is just like, doesn't follow. Yeah. You know? I'm just like, ah, yes, action. Mm-hmm. Wait for action to end. Yeah. Ah, the action has ended. Who oh, has yes, survived okay. the action? No, I am paying attention. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they show you, like, 
if it's really important. They'll yeah. get, like, real up close, or they'll slow it down, or the music will indicate, hey, look at this for sure. Right. Yeah, it's just kind of action. Things are just getting smashed. Too much shit happening. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I feel that way, tiny aside, about most movies, including action movies. Mm-hmm. If there's too much going on, I just can't, I just don't even try to follow it. Yeah. You know? Except for, I was rewatching the Matrix movies the other day. Yeah. And the action and fight scenes in that are so choreographed, they look like dancing. Yeah. And more, like, synchronized... Kind of, yeah, like, it's like dancing. Yeah. So I was like, this is nice to watch. This yeah. is pleasant. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a dance and super, like, acrobatic and cool. Yeah. But fighting a giant girl? Eh. Too nah. out. Yeah. Anyway, he is off into the jungle where he found a big footprint. <laughs> and also the gorilla that it belongs to because he was right behind him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, so... Joe, Uh the gorilla. Joe the gorilla. Picks Greg up by a leg and is just shaking him. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then upside down, we see a blonde lady. He's trying to make scrambled Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yes, yes, but suddenly a blonde lady is running through the jungle and yells at Joe to drop him, which he does from way up in the air. Yeah, like on his head. It's a very white lady. She's, yeah, extremely white. She does not have a tan. Well, she hides out in the shade. Sure. All the time. In the shade of the trees. (laughs) Okay. Constantly. Yes, and then we cut to the infirmary. Yeah. And Greg is there, looking pretty beat up. His shirt's torn in half. Mm -hmm. One boob's hanging out. (laughs) And Quilly is there. Get your boob, man. (laughs) It's a baby girl. Your boob. Um, but yeah, so we see Quelly looking, you know, a little grayer. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you crashed your car. That's what happened to you. Yes, but you'll be fine. But Greg's like, no, 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 no. You're, he says, you're an injury behind, dude. <laughs> I got dropped on my head by a giant gorilla. I think that's what fucked me up the worst. Yeah. And, uh, Quelly's like, that's just a legend. There's no such thing as giant gorillas. Yeah, you just hit your head. You just hit your head. And he's like, but a beautiful lady saved me. And he's like, I think you should go. Mm-hmm. And he makes it like pretty apparent that greg is not welcome there he says yeah. you know you should see a doctor in this other city yeah i've already called him you gotta go you, yes, bye as soon as you can drive which is now which turns see out ya. are you walking and talking the fuck out yeah so he leaves the infirmary and immediately sees jill and quelly talking about him because the infirmary is like right outside this little like farmer's market yeah. type deal and quelly is saying you know he he's a good guy he's not a poacher Mm-hmm. He works for an animal conservatory in California, but Joe's like, well, he's an outsider and I don't trust him and he needs to leave. Yep. And then she pays for all of her fruit with American money. It's just weird. She's also eating this piece of fruit with all of her lips. Like, I guess she's trying to hang on to the juice, but it's just like, <laughs> she just bites into it with, you. I don't know, you gotta look at it. I don't know how to explain it. You gotta it. see it. Yeah, 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 it had to be there. <laughs> Um, but we see Greg, who's just, like, kind of filming the scenery, and through his camera just stupid. vision, he sees Jill, and yeah. so when she leaves, he follows her, mm-hmm. and she's going to see Joe. Yep. We see Joe in a big cave, and she uses a flashlight, she, like, flashes it into the entrance of the cave, and she's like, come on, Joe, it's me, come hang out. Yeah. And so he comes out, uh- and... Yeah. I would just like to say that at this point in my notes, for the third time, I yes. have noted how <laughs> fake everything looks. 
<laughs> I just couldn't get over it. It's weird. Like, you can get real plants. You, yeah. There are jungles you can go probably go jungle. film in. Yeah. Anyway, Jill is like, listen, you have to stay hidden. I know that guy was, like, poking around. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason for you to be going and getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And But then Greg is there, poking the fucking around. Yeah. Poking the fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> just filming the whole thing from behind a tree. Yeah. Poorly hidden. Yeah. So we see Jill and Joe play hide and seek. But Jill is, like, cheating. I yeah. mean, it's a gorilla, so he doesn't know, I guess. But I'm like, okay, if it's it's already super easy to find a 15-foot gorilla, but she, like, watches him go hide. Which I guess is supposed to just be like, look how much love she has for this gorilla. But I'm like, don't cheat, bitch. Don't cheat. That's rude. This is your idea. Yeah. But, but yeah, he just goes and hides in plain sight, though. Yeah. And just puts his hand over his eyes. Yes, it's very cute. Which is cute. And then she goes and finds him, and then it's weird. She makes it weird. Immediately weird, yeah. She's like, I found you. But that, yeah. She, she's... like, rubs on his leg and is like, I found you. Yep. My Joe. Yep. My big boy. Yep. My big baby gorilla. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> look at me like that. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't making eye contact. <laughs> she just, yeah, it's the voice that she uses to talk about Joe in this whole movie is just very soft and like. Yeah, it's inappropriate. Too sexy. Yeah. So anyway, it's Joe's turn to seek. So Jill yes. goes to hide. Yeah. And she, again, she's hiding under a plant. She's like, come on, Joe. It's like, shut up. Stop Quit. it. They can't weird. even hear you at this point. She's still using sexy voice. But he doesn't find her. He finds Greg hiding behind a tree. Poorly. Hiding. And starts screaming at him. And so Jill comes running and mm-hmm. sees Greg again. And she tells Joe to get out of there. And she grabs Greg's camera. And she's like, it doesn't look like it's broken. And he's like, great. And she smashes it. <laughs> Which <laughs> it is, is actually funny. pretty funny. Yeah. Because there's also... He's standing there looking at Joe, and Jill is like, you know, walk away, go on. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, like kind of back oh, yeah, gives Greg just a tiny bit. Gentle like, little smack. <laughs> but still, like, knocks him over because he's yeah. a giant gorilla. It's yeah. very funny. So, anyway, she starts stalking off, and he's following her. Greg is following her. And she says, you know, this is the second time that I've saved your life. Next time, I'm just going to watch. Yeah, fair. Stop. Fucking with my gorilla. Yeah, yeah. And basically Greg is like, thank you for saving my life, Miss Young, which stops her in her tracks. And he's like, that's right. I know who you are. You're Ruth Young's daughter, Jill Young. I know all about... I just can't... uh, Yeah, that's how he talks. Explain how dry this man is. So dry. Somebody pour some water on him. This is the point where I was like, who is this motherfucker? And I was like, Bill Paxton! <laughs> what are you doing? You're better than this. What's happening? But yeah, he it's explains, terrible. you know, he's not the only one who saw Joe. There were a lot of dudes there, and now there are going to be people coming after him to try and poach him. Yeah. And he's like, but I can take him back to California with me to the conservatory. Mm-hmm. Conservancy. To the place. To the... Big, big place. Big, big land place. Uh Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And Jill's like, but he won't be free. Right. He'll be in a cage. And he's like, no, 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 it's great. This is lots of big open space. She says, but you know, he won't get to just go wherever he wants. And then Greg says, well, how long do you think he'll be free here? Yeah. I'm like, well, he's fine for the last fucking 12 years until you showed up. Yeah. You came looking for him. Yeah. You did this. You exposed him to all of those other poachers. You like, knew he was out there. What if you, you should have just gone out by yourself instead of taking 12 other dudes with you? Yeah. 
What do you think was going to happen? This is your fault. Especially because we see that he was willing to go off into the jungle without them. So it wasn't even like, oh, I'm frail and I'll be murdered. Like, yeah, they he did this. Was it because he can't catch a leopard? <laughs> like, <laughs> he needed those other guys to catch a leopard for him? And then draw Joe out? I, I just I don't understand. I don't know. Because they imply that he's always out there catching animals. Yeah, this That's is his job. His job. But maybe he always hires somebody else to do it for him. And then he maybe. just brings it back home. And he's like, look at this rhinoceros I caught single-handedly. <laughs> Picked it right up. <laughs> anyway, now we're back to Mr. Strasser, the poacher who got bitten in the beginning of the movie. Yes. He has some giraffes in his yard. Yeah! He apparently has an animal preserve as well. Yeah, we see him at this, like, giant desk in an office, and he is meeting with a man who is saying, you know, I have this panda named Morris, which is very cute, but he's outgrown his enclosure at our zoo, and so we just want him to have lots of space. And Mr. Strasser's like, oh my gosh, he would have so much room here, he'd be so happy, we have all the space for him, you should totally bring him here and let us have him. Yes. And then Garth comes in and says, hey, you have a phone call. It's really important. So Mr. Strasser's like, okay, I will take this in another room, several rooms away. <laughs> Do you have a phone? <laughs> he has one phone. And it is, it is in the basement. Very far. Yeah. So he goes to a room very far away. And we see that there is a man down there packing rhino horns and boxes. And Strasser hands the picture of Morris off to Garth and says, see how much we can get for the organs on this panda, which I understand the point is to be like, he's using an animal sanctuary as a front for animal poaching. And right. Blah, blah, blah. But like, did we have to do it like that? It, what is the market for panda organs? Who wants their insides? I don't know. Unless people, there are people who think that they're like, you can eat them. Medicinal yeah. or something i don't know i i get that they're trying to say like in no uncertain terms this animal is going to be cut up and and sold for parts and this man is basically bad. and the, yeah but it's just like they, <laughs> i don't know clearly i don't run in the circles that use panda organs for anything but it was just a we it was just it's too intense did you just admit how uncool you are <laughs> you don't even run in panda organ circles you know what and i'm proud of it <laughs> it's just this is supposed to be a movie for kids and i get that like I don't know. It's just... Yeah, we're establishing that he's bad, but we could have done it a different way. Rhino horns, and there's, like, skins and stuff, like, hanging up. They could have just said his fur. I don't know. It's just... Or just how much can we get for this panda would have been fine. Well, I mean, I know that they have to tell you, you know, he's gonna die. Like, they're gonna kill the panda. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. It just... The organ seems an, an extra level of fucked up. Yeah. To be like, we're going to dissect this panda. Right. And it just seems too much. Yes. For a children's movie. But as we'll see, well, and as we've already seen, that's just the theme of this movie. Yeah, it's not really a kid's movie. It's, it's not definitely for not. anyone, actually. Nope. Anyway, he gets to the phone, finally. Yeah. And when you know it, it's Pindy on oh, the other look end. At that. Pindy explains that he saw a giant gorilla. 2,000 pounds, at least. But yep. Strasser is like, you're drunk. Leave yep. me alone. He yeah. just hangs up. <laughs> hangs up on him. Basically it. Yeah. He just walks off. He's like, 2,000 pound gorilla. Who does he think I am? This is the first time that we like see his face. And I got really excited because yeah. it's uh, Boris the Blade, a.k.a. Boris the Bullet Dodger from Snatch. Right. And Elephant. I knew that I recognized his voice. But yeah, once we see his face, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Why do they call him the Bullet Dodger? Because <laughs> he dodges bullets, Effie. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, back to Jill, who is walking into town carrying a giant net and walks right up to a 
jeep with two men in it and throws the net on the top of the jeep and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. And they get in her face and she gets in their face and they're gonna fight each other until Quelly comes up and is like, come on. Right. Let's go. Yeah. They're gonna kick your ass. Yeah. He's like, do you want to die in the jungle just like your mom? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I mean, sure. Yeah, what do I give a shit? <laughs> right? What do I, I don't have, have any friends. What am I doing here? I have two friends. You and a giant gorilla. <laughs> yeah, she says, you know, I made a promise to my mom that I would protect Joe no matter what, and that's what I'm going to do, you yeah. know, even if it means that I have to die. But Quelly's kind of explaining, you know, all the other gorillas have moved farther south yeah. to safer locations. The poachers are getting closer. They're coming into this area more and more, you know, and yeah, the other gorillas have migrated but jill's like well the other gorillas won't accept him because he's too big and that doesn't make any fucking sense yeah, to me i don't i'm pretty certain that's not how gorilla social hierarchy works right i mean you would think that you would want a giant gorilla to protect you from literally everything else yeah because he has shown that that is what he does yeah he frees the other animals yeah. he's super smart and he could carry like five gorilla babies all at one yeah. time. He could just be like the gorilla baby bus. I'm I mean, sure he... he would be top gorilla. Yeah. He would be top banana. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can't breed with any of the other gorillas, probably. I don't know. Would be my guess. But, to ju- I know. <laughs> don't think about it for too long. <laughs> I didn't mean to. But, <laughs> but they would, they would want to hang out with him. Yeah. He's the biggest one. He could fight every other, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, he could win. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But. Yes. She says, I gotta stay around here and keep him safe. But Quelly's like, I know that's also my point is getting more and more dangerous for the both of you. Mm-hmm. I just want you to consider what Greg Sandwich O'Hara is offering to take Joe somewhere where he will be safe and looked after. It's not a zoo. You know, it's somewhere where people like, well, zoos are rad, but. Yeah. Know, but he's, it's more, it's got more space. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna have all the space that he needs. Right. So then we see, speaking of the devil. Yeah, Greg Dropsoup has a plan. <laughs> He's going to lead the poachers into the wrong spot to distract them from Joe. Mm-hmm. And Joe's like, listen, okay, we'll go with you on one condition. I'm in charge of Joe. Yep. And Greg's just like, yep, done. Get in the truck. She's like, wait, just like that? It's that easy? He's just like, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm here to protect the animals. The acting in this movie is so bad. It's so bad. But she's, like, super sus of him. And, you know, he's like, I, what can I do? You know, I promise. And yeah. they go through this whole thing. Yeah, where uh, he's spider. like, I'll, let's shake on it. And she's like, no, here we, we don't shake. We get bitten by a spider so that I can know your true thoughts and feelings and blah, blah, blah. And you have to do that first. And he's like, no, you're full of shit. Yeah. And she's, she's like, like, what do you think? Okay. Yeah, no, you're full of shit. She's like, mm, you're smarter than you look. Yeah. And he's like, so then we see some poachers who are shooting guns into the air. Yeah, just like outside of business. Uh-huh, just for fun. <laughs> and they also have this giant, like, just kind of a loop of cord that is covered in heavy, jangly things. It yeah. makes a lot of noise to upset animals, Yeah, I guess. To get, to get them, them all to... riled up. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, listen, uh, we're running out of time. Get your shit together. We're leaving as soon as we can. Yeah. And so Jill runs off to pack Joe's suitcase. What do you think is in it? Um, Banana for the road? Yeah, a couple bananas. I think he has one of those, like, well, I don't know how to describe it. So <laughs> the, the joke has been ruined. I think he has, like, a collection of koosh balls. Oh, perfect. Really into those. Yeah. 
Gotta bring those. Uh, maybe, like, a couple of posters on the wall of his cave. Oh. Roll those up. Uh-huh. Lederhosen. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lederhosen. What does a gorilla own? Uh, a real banana, but also a fake banana. <laughs> that squeaks. Four foot, like, <laughs> plush banana like you see at a carnival. Oh, My dog used to have one of those. It, man. I was just thinking, because, spoilers, skipping ahead a little, they end up at a carnival at some point. It would have been cute if he'd have seen one of those and been like... Oh, hell yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, as it turns out, there's not one moment of this movie that is fun. No, they, we're so not they allowed to have fun. Couldn't put that in there. No. Anyway, Joe's bags are packed. He's ready to go. He's got his hairbrush, his giant toothbrush, his clean socks, and he's off to L.A. <laughs> it's like silk boxers with like the hearts on them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now they're in L.A. and they never explain how they got him there. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. What plane yeah. did you put a 2,000 pound gorilla on? I decided to know. How did you get it? They or was just... he on a boat? Or, you know, it like. It doesn't explain it at all. We just cut to Los Angeles. Yeah. Where they're in a SUV and Joe is in a tractor trailer behind them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no, no explanation. explanation. No. There's no. And she is super stressed about She's him incredibly being stressed, in yeah. The... Semi, and I'm like, what about the plane? Were yeah. you okay? That, like, what he happened? All of that. He would have had to be like on a cargo plane, probably. Yeah, I I would imagine that it would have to be a boat. I mean, I I don't know. I guess you know you have they have planes that they put other planes inside of, so there are definitely planes that. But like, how expensive would it be to transport him? You know, it's not just like a normal. And it would gorilla. be a whole thing. Yeah, people would, would have to thing. know about it. Yeah, and you have to make. I don't know, and they don't sedate him at all at no, any point no. like that's a point of contention in this movie is that she doesn't want to sedate him yeah because she can control him so like how are you going to get anybody to agree to let this 15 foot 2000 pound gorilla on your plane with no kind of restraints or oh he'll just walk his ass onto the plane yeah, don't, don't worry. worry about it just give him the entire middle row <laughs> and keep the peanuts coming and it's fine like <laughs> I don't. They just very conveniently are like, and now we're in LA. I know. It's just weird. And also, yeah, she's incredibly nervous about it. She's in the passenger seat and she keeps turning around and going, do you think Joe's okay? And it's like, has she been doing this the whole time? The entire fucking time? Since they left? Yeah. Yeah. And he just, he's not even like, this is the billionth time you've asked me. He's just like, yeah, Joe's fine. Yep. He has infinite patience or... She just all of a sudden decided that she was going to be stressed about it, which doesn't make any sense no. either. And then she just goes, so this is LA, huh? Yeah, like how long we, have you been, been driving in it? And then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just bad writing. It would make sense if they showed them leaving, like, the airport. I don't know, yeah. can you just fly a gorilla into LAX? I don't know how any of this works. But, Get like, if boat. they showed them leaving and then so she was like, if she was, like, getting in the car and asked, like, three times, you know, like, do you think Joe's going to be okay right. back yeah. there or whatever? Yeah, or and can then, I ride with him or yeah. anything? And then finally he was like, I think he's going to be fine. You know, you really got to calm down. And she's yeah. like, okay. And then she looks around and is like, so this is L.A. But the the point where they are is just like, you've been here. Yeah, you've been driving. For some time. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, they finally get to the preserve. Yeah. The security guy radios Dr. Banks to tell them that Joe has arrived. Yep. It's, I just, it just feels very weird. 
It yeah. doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like this is how people act. This doesn't feel like this is how this is, like, set up. Yeah. She's just walking on a road, and they're like, hey, he's here. And she's like, cool. Yeah. I let, don't know. It's just... Let him in. Yeah. And they drive up in the trailer, and some people start chasing the trailer, which I was like, okay. And then... <laughs> well, everybody knows that this giant gorilla is coming, so I think they're all very excited to see him. Right. But the road that they're on is very long. Yeah. And they're all like, guess we will jog there. <laughs> like, how did you get where you are? Just get back in the thing. <laughs> You're right. I'm so excited to see a gorilla. I will sprint. <laughs> I will. I'm willing to do cardio. <laughs> I don't understand. Just to see this gorilla. Small aside, uh, Hot Toes this morning. Yeah. My girlfriend, yes. Hot Toes. Yep. Told me about how she stole a golf cart when she was in fifth grade. <laughs> Fifth grade? Yes. Oh, wow. She was going door to door trying to sell something for school, you know, back in the day like he used to do. Yeah. And this house didn't have anyone in it, but there was a golf cart with the keys in it. So she just started driving it around and she drove it on the highway. And she said every time a car would drive by, she would be afraid it was the owner. So she would just jump out of the golf cart. A car started following her. So she jumped out and ran into the woods and a woman followed her and was like, are you okay? <laughs> she was just like, yes, I'm looking for a plant for my mom. <laughs> and the lady was like, okay, because I just saw you fall out of a golf cart four times. <laughs> and, then, and then so the lady left and she drove the golf cart to her home and just got out and went in her house and started watching a movie. And then the sheriff showed up and was like, is this your golf cart? And her mom was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and Hot Toes was like, oh, yeah, I just found it on the side of the highway. It was tipped over. And the sheriff was like, you are in fifth grade. You did not tip. What were you doing on golf the side cart? of the what, what is happening? None of this makes any sense. <laughs> sheriff was like okay well um you broke a bunch of their stuff when you drove away in the golf cart so you have to come with me oh no she knocked over a bunch of stuff in their yard (laughs) dear god anyway all i'm saying is that's probably why these people are jogging because none of them thought to steal a golf cart like my (laughs) my girlfriend girlfriend stole all of their golf carts yes a genius in fifth grade oh my god this is the most ridiculous story i've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she just saw a golf cart she's, and was like nice also, she's so little now I know I can't imagine how little she was in the fifth grade <laughs> unless she was one of those people that grew to her full height like early and everybody yeah. was like wow look at this tall girl and then it was like jokes on you this is as much as I got yeah I'm done but <laughs> jumping out on the highway are you yes I'm looking for a plan for my mom <laughs> don't bother me I was not in that golf cart. Anyway. Anyway, back to the silly movie. We just had to have a fun break in the middle of the movie because this movie isn't any fun. Yes, yes. So So we meet Dr. Harry Rubin, who owns, he doesn't own the conservatory, he's just in charge of it. Dr. Harry Rubin, an unpleasant sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) It's not how I ordered this. Oh, God. (laughs) Excuse me, waiter. (laughs) Did a hairdresser make the sandwich? (laughs) 
Anyway, Dr. Reuben and Dr. Banks run the preserve. Dr. Reuben is confused. How are we supposed to contain the animal without hoses or restraints or tranquilizers? And they argue a bit because Jill is like, listen, I got it. And Dr. Banks or Dr. Reuben is like, no, you don't. And she's like, yes, I do. And everybody says, are you sure? 75 times before they even open the door. Yep. Yes. She finally is like, listen, just trust me. I got this. And they're like, okay. And so she goes to the back of the trailer. She opens it up. She flashes her flashlight at him. And it's like, come on, Joe. Come on, big guy. (laughs) Come Come on. on. There you go. Baby boy. Come on, Joe. He's a big strong Oh, Joe. (laughs) And he comes out. Yep. And they do this camera angle where they go from like, because everybody sees Joe for the first time, like in his full glory. Right. And they the camera goes from like chest height to like two feet above the person and they do it for dr banks dr rubin and then i think these two dudes who are just these two like nerds yeah they who just are just kind of around classic nerd yeah and i'm like i just kind of wanted them to keep doing it over every 30 <laughs> people who are standing in the crowd just like whoop whoop because <laughs> it takes so long and it's absurd but you know it's to be like whoa they just they could have done the four people as a group, which would yes. have made more sense. Yeah. But to do it individually was just, like, really idiotic, and I hated it. Yeah, they needed this movie to be two hours long for some reason. <laughs> I guess so. But so Joe is leaving the trailer, and Dr. Rubin is like, to somebody, he's like, well, what do I pay you for? Get some pictures of me with it. And so he kind of just jogs over to Joe, which freaks Joe out. Yeah. And he starts, like... This man who was so afraid of him 20 seconds ago. Right. was like, I'm gonna go stand by him without warning. Yeah, I'm gonna go stand... Even, like, just a regular gorilla. You wouldn't do To just be like, I'm just gonna very quickly approach this animal that is in a new place and has been traveling for the past who knows how long. Does this man... Has he been dangerous? Why is he running this place? Could tear me in half if he wanted to. And this gorilla could just throw you to San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just like... Anyway, so, Joe gets upset yeah. and does a little growl at him, and Jill's like, listen, it's fine. Let's go. Yeah. He runs, like, back in the trailer, but then Jill's yeah. like, could you fuck off, and gets him back out, and everything's and fine. He crosses and he... the bridge to get over to his little part, and they're like, okay, pull up the bridge, and Jill's like, no, I'm going in there with him, and Harry's like, I can't let you do that. You're not an employee. I don't have insurance for you. Right. Which, like, why doesn't, why is she not an employee? I don't know. But she was like, I was told that I was in charge of Joe. And Dr. Rubin's like, yeah, well, I'm in charge of this facility. Lam, 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 lam. So she has to go to her new accommodations, which is just like a studio apartment. And she's like, oh, no, it's a cage. Oh, no. No, it's not. (laughs) Like, she, she sleeps in a house with walls. I know. It's not like they show her only sleeping out in the jungle, like, under the open sky all the time. She 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 sleeps in a fucking house. Yeah. And this is also a house with a really big dice window and she can leave whenever she wants. So right. I don't understand what her deal is. Also, I'm pretty sure this isn't how any of this works. No. You don't just like, look, a wild animal. Uh-huh. You, you can't even take a dog overseas. <laughs> well, you know, they run like a thing that does that sort of thing. But it would be a whole thing, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there would have been like some medical tests. There would have been like just anything. They were just like, Here's a gorilla. Okay, put it over here. Okay, bye. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I don't... No. Anyway, Joe is sad. Jill is sad. Yep. I... Yep. 
Yep. They make a point of showing that all the electronics in her room are blinking 12. Yeah. Which I'm like, well, she's never owned anything that had to be plugged in. Is that what you're saying to me? I don't know. It's like they try to establish this narrative of her being like, I'm a wild creature and I too belong in the jungle. But it's just like, no, you're not. You no. live in a house. In a house. In a tight. I mean, it's a small town that yeah. you live in, but it's still year-round people. Yeah. They, if they wanted to do that, they should have leaned in farther. Yeah. You know, into this idea of her being like, I have to be outside. Yeah, she should have been Jill of the jungle. Yeah. But they don't. So I don't get it. Because they show her later, she's watching the TV. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, do you know how shit works? No. Whatever. Yeah. No. It's morning now. Huh? Doctors Reuben and Banks cannot find Greg. Yep. But Reuben is not worried about it. They're meeting with the chairman of the conservancy. Right. And Dr. Reuben is wearing a gorilla tie. <laughs> Harry immediately takes credit for finding Joe. He's like, yes, I just had a feeling he was out there. You know, it was just a local legend, but I just knew that it would be real, so... Yeah, he doesn't even mention Greg. No. And they have this, like, Jurassic Park situation where they go to Joe's enclosure, and the chairman is like, okay, so where? Yeah. Is the the gorilla? You are planning to have gorillas on this tour at some point, John. (laughs) John? (laughs) Yeah, and so in classic Jurassic Park fashion, classic park, uh, Dr. Rubin is like, I know what I'll do. I'll feed him. And I'm like, just get him a goat. <laughs> yeah. Jill but, is in her room, hanging a curtain over her window. Uh-huh. Because they don't have those Mm-mm. here. And she hears an alarm going off. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men with guns run by her. Mm-hmm. And the piano music intensifies. That's how you know shit's going down. <laughs> she rushes outside, where conveniently, Greg is right there. Yep. And he tells her that the security alarm for Joe's habitat is going off. And they get in his car and head over there. Mm-hmm. How come... <laughs> I didn't think about it, but now that you've said it, all those people are sprinting. We see all these dudes with guns running towards the thing, and then he's like, get in my car. Yes. <laughs> so either it's, like, far enough to drive, or Greg's just like, <laughs> ah, it's 50 feet, but I don't feel like it. We need to get there now. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe the... He's just running over the men with guns all the way. <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> Ooh, five points. <laughs> yeah, Maybe so, they also get in golf carts or whatever. We just don't see it, but it, it just looks like they're just sprinting towards it. And Greg's like, I'm not using my legs. Fuck that. I am parked too far away. <laughs> so we finally get there, and Harry is hiding behind some trees in Joe's habitat, and Joe is, like, kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. And Jill realizes what's going on, and she says, Dr. Rubin, listen, Mm -hmm. all you have to do is jump out and say, you found me. Mm -hmm. This is how she talks. Yep. And he's like, no, the problem is he did find me. Yeah, he he knows that he found me. He's looking right at me. And if I jump out, he's going to murder me. And she's like, no, no, just trust me. You found me. And so he does. And Joe's like, yay, and runs off. Yes. So she's like, he's playing hide and seek with you. Yeah. And the chairman guy is like... Harry, you have to put her on the payroll. Like, she knows what she's doing, and yeah. you obviously don't. And right. Harry's like, what? What? And, but whatever, I don't care. Yeah. And But this makes Jill really happy, because she's like, oh, it's only his second day here, and he's already playing, and he's playing with somebody he doesn't know. Yeah. You know, so obviously he is feeling comfortable. Yeah, he likes it here. Which, this scene would be cute if I gave a shit about this movie, but I just 
don't care what happens. I don't no, care I don't. about any of these people. And I hate it because, like I said at the beginning, there is so much potential for it. There are yeah. moments where you're like, this is a, a cute and interesting idea. Yeah. It just isn't fleshed out. The writing is bad and the acting is bad and the scenery is bad. Anyway. Yeah. There's Then there was this, like, weird situation. Uh-huh. Because Jill ran over to Greg and hugged him because she was excited that uh-huh. Joe was happy. Yeah. And then Dr. Banks... After yeah. Joe runs away, is like, ooh, you got it bad for Gorilla Girl. Right. And Bill Paxton, for like six minutes, just goes, oh. <laughs> no. No. No, I don't. No. Want me? Your imagination. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Because this is the scene I rewatched. Because I was like, this is so terrible. What is happening? Oh my god. <laughs> it's just me thinks he doth protest too much. <laughs> Madam. <laughs> I've never once even looked at a woman. <laughs> Gorilla lady. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's also, I'm just like, oh. What uh is Greg falling in love with Jill? How interesting and unforeseen. Also, not to be uh that guy, but Jill is young. Like her character is probably twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, I mean, well, we she was what like nine, ten, maybe when she yeah, saw like her mom she die, was, and then it was twelve years later. Yeah, so she's twenty one or twenty two. Yeah, and Greg is no judgment, but old enough that he has like laugh lines around his eyes. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, IRL, Bill Paxton is 20 years older than Charlie's Throne. Gross. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> Stop it. Truly so. a gorilla girl. Again, this is another thing, too, we see. Yes. Where she is, I mean, just unaware of social norms. Right. She lives in a different society. She yes. isn't mature in the same way that this man is. Right. It's creepy and weird. It is She says later she's never been on a date. Right. Because she has two friends, and one of them is a gorilla. Right. And, and the other one is, like, 50 years old. Relationship with a gorilla is inappropriate, but yeah, not a real date. So, again, weird. It is weird. People will have to be on the same level. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, she's at least, you know, she's smart, and she's intelligent. Yeah. She can speak in full sentences. Yep. We'll give her that. But. Unlike Mr. Jungle. She's just, you know, in her own way, she's very sheltered. Yeah. And he could very easily manipulate and take advantage of that. Yup. Anyway. Back. I'm sure he would never. Absolutely not. Those bangs. <laughs> also, like he said, he doesn't like her. No. <laughs> back to Strasser's house. Yeah. Where there's a baby warthog made of computers. He's so cute, though. He is cute. He's a witty baby warthog. Strassman. Strasser. Strasser, I know, but a couple times I was like, uh, Strassman? No, Strasser. <laughs> Strasserman <laughs> is watching the TV and sees Joe, amazed to learn that Pendy was telling the truth. Yep. The reporter explains, it's like a CNN clip or whatever. It's yeah. Like, Joe is under the care of Jill Young, daughter of Ruth Young. And they see, like, little clips, pictures of Ruth. Yeah. Talking about how she was killed the same night as Joe's mom was killed by poachers. Yep. And Strasser and Gar- Strasser and Garth are like, that was us! Yeah, we were the guy! Oh shit! I was there! Oh man! Finally yeah. the recognition we deserve. And Strasser looks at his hand and is like, son of a bitch! Yeah. So he's like, 
I'm gonna go get revenge. Yeah. He's like, if you, something about some thing where he's like, if you wait around long enough, then justice will find you or whatever. And it's like, how twisted do you have to be to think that you deserve justice for your fingers that got bit off because you were out shooting wild animals? Yeah. Like, they bite, dude. It's what they do. You know, it's an occupational hazard. There are a lot of poachers portrayed in media when we were kids for some reason. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of them had more respect for wildlife than this guy. Like, being like, if I got my fingers bit off, like, oh, that was fair. Yeah. I was trying to murder you. Right. This guy is just like, nah, I'm gonna go all the way to Los Angeles. Yeah. To to, kill this To kill a gorilla that was trying to protect itself. That was six months old at the time. It was 12 years ago. Right. You've obviously adjusted. You're living well. Things are fine. Yeah, you're fine. Let it go. But he's just like... therapy. I mean, you know... (laughs) Yeah, truly. It... It doesn't even need that that level of it, because he's just... It just needs him to be like, oh shit, a 2,000 pound gorilla, that's worth millions. Right. The end. It doesn't have to have the revenge angle of, yeah. like, that little fucker bit my fingers off. Like, it didn't affect your life at all. No, not really. Like, you still can do everything. He's got the glove. He's got the glove. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> back at the conservatory also, conservation also, reservation. Yes? He also murdered a human woman in that moment. And he's the one who's he, like, I deserve revenge. Yeah, he has not, he does not acknowledge yeah. that he has committed murder. Yeah, they don't even, we were joking about it, but they genuinely don't talk about it. No. They're just like, that's the, that's the gorilla that bit your fingers off. And he's like, you're right, I deserve justice. They're not like, and the woman and we the shot. Woman that you murdered. Remember? With the child. Okay, anyway. So, meanwhile, back at the ranch. There's a guy who's giving a tour, mm-hmm. and he's trying to tell the group about the yaks, and he's like, I know that they're not super nice to look at, but it's very important that we keep them safe. And somebody's mm-hmm. like, excuse me? When do we get to see Joe? And he's just like, damn it! <laughs> we have <laughs> other like, animals here. Yeah. But, and also he says, if you want to see Joe, you just have to make a contribution to the blah, 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 the blah, blah. The diamond like, level Yeah, whatever. this benefit that they're having. Yeah. But then we see a man, Garth, break off from the group, and he just goes and looks at Joe. Right, so he's just right there. Not like it was a secret. Yeah. Or he's not There's behind no a door. Yeah. You can just go look at him. Uh-huh. So what was any of that? Yeah, but anyway, Garth goes and pulls out the jingly ringly thing that the poachers <laughs> use and jingle rings it, and then Joe gets very upset because yeah. he recognizes Garth. Yes. And he recognizes the poacher thing. Yeah. And he tries to rush at him, but the electric fence zips him. Yeah, but also he's he could just jump over it. He could. It's just a regular sized fence. They didn't make it any taller. There is a moat. Yeah. But I feel like he could just Oh yeah, he could just jump it. Yeah. He could just. He could just. <laughs> but he doesn't. Whatever. So then we see <laughs> Greg and Jill are on a date. Wow. Great. They're like walking through the sand at like a pier and I guess they're flirting or whatever. Yeah. Jill is like, oh, so this is a nice restaurant with good food. and But they're just eating like. Yeah. They have like. Hot dogs. Or roadside something. cart yeah. food. And th- he says, yeah, I love this restaurant because you get to take your shoes off. And then they take their shoes off, and then they just leave them there. <laughs> I know. They just walk away from their shoes on the beach. They're not even carrying I them. guess they'll come back to them at some point, or they don't care if they are get their shoes back anyway. I don't know. They're, they're flirting. You know, yeah, they're talking whatever. about 
love and it's like because yeah, Jill's like I've never been in love I don't know what it's by like spider yeah he's explaining it to her oh you feel like this and you blah 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 again like just gross and manipulative and yeah. I don't like it because he is old enough to be her dad and which will be fine. I don't have a problem with age gaps as long as both people are adults. But they, she is not on the same level right. of social, like we talked about, yes. social whatever yep. as he is. She's mm-hmm. literally never been on a date no, because, you know, he like makes a joke about like, oh, well, a giant gorilla is going to be mad if you don't come home on time. Right. And so, it would be different, too, if they had taken the time to get settled in and she had adjusted to life. But he's the only person that she knows in this whole country. It's extremely manipulative. Yes. Yeah, of course she's going to cling to him. He's all she's got. Um, well, but, and the uh, gorilla. But and anyway, the gorilla. there they are, and then her beeper goes off, and it says, Joe Trouble! <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. What's up, ladies? They call me Joe Trouble. My cousin's Joe Cool. <laughs> so they rush back. Jill rushes into Joe's habitat, where he, he stops what he's doing. He was tearing the shit apart. Yeah, yanking There's out like plants by the roots. water shooting out everywhere, mm-hmm. all the plants Pulling are falling down. irrigation. Pipes yeah. and stuff. But she curls up in his lap and sings him the song that her mom used to sing to her. Yeah. And it's cute, you know, and he falls asleep and blah, blah, blah. Next right. day, Jill would like to postpone the benefit. She's talking to the chairman. She's like, listen, he's not okay. Something happened. He needs time to, like, settle in. I don't think this is the right time for him to meet a bunch of strangers. Yeah. All and valid points. The chairman, who not two days ago was like, this woman knows what she's talking about, is like, no, all you need to worry about is what dress you're going to wear. Gross. Yeah. And so she leaves. Yep. On her way out, she runs physically into Strasser. Yes, they both come around the corner at the same time, which one time happened to me when I was in um, elementary school, Uh because I'm so tall (laughs) that I walked around a corner and one of my classmates ran into my teeth. (laughs) Oh, God. With the top of their head. Yeah. And I just remember how much that hurt. Yeah. I had a flashback watching this scene. Yeah. Anyway... He says, I know you. You look just like her. Uh-huh. And this scene takes too long. Yep. You look just like her. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Your mother. Yeah. Ruth, I met her once. She says, you knew my mother? Which is like, yeah, bitch. He just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. I know, it's dumb. He says, I'm an old friend of your mother's, which is fucked up. Yeah, because he murdered her. Because he shot her and left her to die in the jungle. Yeah, but anyway, he's like, listen, I'm here to help you with Joe. This place seems too small. I have a huge preserve in Botswana. We can give Joe as much space as he needs. I have, like, 20,000 acres. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Let's talk later. Yeah, she's like, I would like that very much. She tries to shake his hand, but he awkwardly gives her the left hand and gives her a squeeze and then runs off. So now we're at the benefit. And it's in, like, uh, one of those temporary tents, but, like, a fancy one with windows on it, like you see at weddings and shit. Or outside restaurants now, yeah, where yeah, they're yeah. like, well, this yeah. is safe. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the walls are fake, so everything's fine. You're outside, but you're not inside. Whatever. Everything's bad. Jill <laughs> Jill walks in, and, well, doesn't she look nice? She really does. It's a very she pretty dress. She looks gorgeous. does look nice. It, I do think it's weird to wear a dress that looks like a wedding dress, but that's fine. Yep. It's got black on the back, so it's oh, right, yeah. totally fine. Um, and Dr. Banks, Cecily, is like, didn't I do a good job picking out the dress? Yeah. she Jill feels dumb because she's never worn a dress before. Yeah. She's like, feel stupid in this dress. And I'm like, I, I cannot buy this. It's Charlize Theron. Like, she yeah. doesn't have the air of someone who's never worn a dress before. Right. Like, 
Also, she, I didn't even think about this, but she's wearing, like, way too much makeup all the time. For a woman who just, like, lives in a jungle. Mm-hmm. She's just always... She looks beautiful, which is fine. But she's but very just, like, made up. Do you think that that's a priority for her? Because yeah. I don't. No. I know, and her mom very much looked like a lady who lived in the jungle and studied gorillas. Yeah. And, and she so, does not. Ever. You know, her haircut is, like, very short. It just looks very... Like, she just kind of, like, maybe buzzes it every couple of months, and then when it gets starts getting in her eyes she just shaves her head again yeah that's which seems like you know the kind of thing yeah. that you would do if you lived in the jungle but yeah she's just she's very made up and she looks very pretty all the time and she looks gorgeous in this dress which is fine but also like you don't she doesn't have that awkward like yeah. what do i do with my legs <laughs> which is what i do in a dress anyway <laughs> yeah so we also see garth and strasser who kind of slip out from the party and head to joe's enclosure and they jingle at him again. Yeah. And it starts him, like, screaming and getting all riled up. And they're like, yeah, that's right. It's us. Look at my fingers. You remember me. And Joe has, like, a... I mean, his face looks like he remembers this dude. Yeah, he does. He starts getting really upset. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You tasted great. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they're trying to, like, rile him up so that... To prove the point that it's not safe for him to be there around people. Right, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to get him kicked out of there so they can have him, basically. Exactly. So they, they go back into the event. We see Jill, and she keeps, I mean, she hears Joe getting upset, and she keeps yeah. being like, something's wrong, I can tell. And she even stands up, but Greg's kind of like, it's fine, and gets her to sit back down. Yeah, because the chairman is giving a speech or something, and sure. acknowledging that Joe is growling. Right. I don't know, it's just silly. It seems like he would just be like, hey, Jill, do you want to go see what's up with him? Yeah, you're like, He's, stand up. Like, I... <laughs> we all know that she is the one who knows him best. Yeah, and I I don't... Everybody's being so casual about this animal that truly could just tear your arms right off of your body. Yes. Like, very easily. And we're just like, oh, he's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He'll be fine. Why are you so worried? He's never done anything. Anyway, Dr. Ruben tries to introduce Joe, but Joe just comes crashing right on through the tent and says, hello, here I am. I'm coming out. Yeah, introduce my damn self. Yeah, and everyone's freaking out, uh, understandably. Mm-hmm. Greg is like, I'm going for the trank gun, but Jill is like, no! But it's just a tranquilizer, like, it'll be fine. I know, there have been a couple times where people have tranquilizer guns aimed at Joe, and she's like, no, don't shoot! And it's like, it, it's just, it'll just it'll be fine. Down. Especially, he's so big. Yeah, even if you just give him one or two, it's not going to knock him out. He'll no. just it'll maybe chill him out just a little he bit. Will like, relax. She's so adamantly against it; it's not going to hurt him. But anyway, everyone's running for their lives. Somebody gets—I thought it was Strasser, but it's not. Somebody gets their leg like stepped on and crushed. Yeah, it's like really intense looking. Yeah, and then they. But then immediately after that, a security guard accidentally shoots the chairman in the butt with a tranquilizer dart. Which is silly. And it's like, yeah, he, like, falls asleep on a table. And it's just, like, this is the first, like, joke mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. We're, like, halfway through, more it's than halfway through. It's the last through. joke, too. And it's, there's, like, one, there's one it's other the thing that you could maybe... silly thing that happens. It's, yeah. yeah, and it's, like, it's too late for you to try and turn this movie into a slapstick comedy. Mm. Like, this is... Especially right after a man just got his leg crunched. Right. This is a very intense scene. Yeah. In a very intense, serious movie. And that they try to put this silly, like, ha-ha, dranked in the butt joke right in the middle of it. I just, it's so out of place and, and uncomfortable. Yes, extremely. Also, 
I was thinking, like, if these tranquilizer darts are big enough to take Joe down, that man is dead. Like, his heart has just stopped. Yeah, but they're not. But they're not, so. Because Joe had to be shot several times, which he does get tranked several times, but right before taking out Strasser. Yeah. Which, damn it. I know. Just let him kill this one dude. I know. Anyway, the next day we see a reporter who is uh, reporting at the (laughs) Conservancy. The reporter was reporting, reportedly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's doing a great job. He's talking to the chairman, Dr. Baker, and he's like, you know, a bunch of people got injured. Nobody was killed, but a bunch of people are injured. They're still in the hospital. And a lot of people are calling for this animal to be put down. What say you, Dr. Baker? But he's just like, listen, we put Joe in a cage, basically, you know, reinforced steel, lots of big bars. Nobody can get to him. And we're going to keep him there. For as long as it takes for us to ensure that people will be safe around him. Right. And Jill is in said reinforced room with Joe petting him through the bars. Yeah. Greg is there. It's just, it, his pants are just like, they're super high-waisted. He's, oh. his, his shirt is tucked in. They're white. He's got the belt. And I was just like, what are these pants? I don't know. They just really stood <laughs> out to me. going to ride on a boat. I guess. But she's, you know, she was like, I knew that something was wrong. He didn't just freak out for no reason. Something was actively making yeah. him mad. And yeah, he's I, never done this before. Right. He's never intentionally hurt anyone or anything. Right. Something happened. So you guys need to let me try and figure out what it was. And then Dr. Rubin comes in and is like, let me just, Jill, why don't you come out here and talk to me? And Greg mm-hmm. stays behind and is like talking to Joe. And it's really cute because he's like, you know, I'm really sorry. I promised you that you would never be in a cage. And yet here we are. And I'm just... I'm sorry, buddy, and puts his hand through the bar, and they hold hands. I know, it's very sweet. Which is cute, because his gorilla hand is as big as Greg's torso, and it's just nice. But so, Harry is saying, Dr. Ruman is saying, you know, he's basically going to have to stay in this cage indefinitely, and Jill's like, he's going to die. He's not eating, he's not sleeping. Yeah. You know, he's only got a couple days before he just dies, like, you know, gives up entirely. Yeah, he'll die of heartbreak. Yeah, but Dr. Ruben is like, there's nothing I can do, and he leaves. And so Jill, Greg walks into the office, and... Jill, with tears in her eyes, says, I need your help. I need your help. Yeah, so they get dressed up. Mm-hmm. The Mission Impossible theme is playing. Yeah. They sneak into the big barricaded room. There's a guard there, but they're like, listen, we gotta give Joe his sedatives unless you want him to go wild on your shift. Like, you better let us in there. So they do. Yeah. And they unlock Joe's cage. Yeah, it's literally just <laughs> it's like... like- it's a, so it's a huge cage with these, like, giant bars, but then the lock is literally just, like, uh, yeah, just a padlock, like, you would put on your backyard shed door. Yeah. And they just, like, boop, unlock it <laughs> and open it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes, very safe, reinforced. <laughs> right. Cool. Joe could have done that at any time, but it, it's cool because Dr. Banks is also there, so she's, like, there to yeah, help, she's you know, helping. spring Joe, which is nice. But anyway, um... They're starting to let him out, and then the guard comes in and is mad, points a shotgun at them, and is like, what are you doing here? And points a shotgun at Joe, too. Yeah. Like, that's going to do anything. Which they're like, you maybe shouldn't point a gun at him because it makes him very upset. Yeah. But also, they're like, they're, they're the gorilla people, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they're the ones the in charge of this guy should be. gorilla. Yeah. He should be like, oh, yeah, come right in. You guys, you work here. But he's like, I take my orders from Dr. Baker, like the chairman. And she's like, okay, man, whatever. But also, what, were they just going to walk this gorilla past him? Like, we're just, we're just taking him for well, to they the did, movies. They did say, oh, we have to take him to the other building for something. Oh, okay. And he's like, no, that's bullshit. Gotcha. And then he gets shot in the neck with a trike. Yep. That's fine. Yeah. 
And then they're sneaking Joe into another big truck under the cover of darkness. Mm-hmm. Dr. Rubin comes out to say goodbye to Joe. Yeah. Which is nice because he's like, yeah, I know what's going on and I support it. And he's like, you shouldn't have a problem with the guard at the gate. Yeah, he was just called away for an emergency. So you guys should be able to get out fine and no one will see you leave. Yeah. Um, so it's cute, too, that he's like, he, you know, he recognizes that. It, it could be a nicer moment, you know, but there are so many parts that could be nice. Don't care about Dr. Rubin that much. Nope. He'd have been like super adamantly against Joe, but he always just, he was kind of indifferent about it. And yeah. then he was just like, he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. And then he helps them escape. And so it's just like, well, that's nice of you. Thanks. I don't know. Anyway. So Jill asks Devil Greg if he's coming, mm-hmm. at least come to the airport with us. But he says, no, I'm going to stay behind and make sure that no one notices that you guys left. Which, like... How? What? <laughs> He's gonna go in Joe's cage and be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Joe! Uh-uh! Yeah. And plus, like, Dr. I'm Ruben... better now. And Dr. Banks... <laughs> I'm nice now. Yeah, Dr. Rubin and Dr. Banks are there helping. They know what's going on. So it's like, you've got those two. You're just gonna let this woman that you maybe love just leave? Yeah. Not just, like, I'll see you. So she's just like, well... Bye forever. If I'll you're be in ever Botswana. in Botswana, look me up. And he's like, okay. And I'm just like... And then they kiss. What? And then Strasser leans out of the truck mm-hmm. and is like, come on, we gotta go. And so they do. Yep. This next scene is so convenient. Oh, yeah. Truly. It is just jammed in there. Yeah. Because the- we get the two nerds that keep showing up, but we don't even know their names. Yeah. They're just like, whatever. Nerds. Nerds. Um, they drive up and Greg is like what are you guys doing here? Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, Dr. Baker wanted us to start clean up on, like, the tent space immediately. It's the middle of the night. Right. But they're like, and well, he wanted us to get started right away. It's been a few days since it happened. You because think? there was, like, a news story that aired. There's, you know, I mean, like, I guess, unless that was the next morning and this is that night. I don't know. But... Um, yeah, and they just have this cardboard box, and Greg's like, oh, what's that? And they're like, this is all the shit that people left behind. Haha, <laughs> someone's toupee is in here. Their head's probably pretty cold. Also, we found this thing. And oh, we didn't talk about it, but at one point at the benefit, the nerds physically run into Garth and Strasser, and he yeah. drops his, like, big jangly ring. Poacher thing. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, it's my keychain. Like, yes. That thing looks like it weighs, like, 30 pounds. Oh, yeah. It How did j- you fit it into your tuxedo pocket? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. But so they also pull that out of the box. Yeah. And they're like, also, you know, this thing. And Greg's like, oh, shit, where did you get that? And he's like, the Eastern European guy had it on him. Um, And they said it belonged to him. And Greg's like, he just starts taking off. Where's my car? And they're like, where are you going? And he's like, poachers use those. And he gets in his car and fucking peels out. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So, uh. So this is the beginning of where I don't care. Yep. Up until this point, I kind of care. Yeah. You know, and, like, I keep being like, ah, I want to care. I want this to be better. I like the, you know, the very vague premise, the bones, etc. But from here on out, it is an action movie, and it's weird, and I don't like it. And yeah. there's so much stuff shoved in here. It's unnecessary. It's yep. just to be flashy. It's not for children. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're in the truck. Jill is with Strasser and Garth. Jill finally catches sight of Strasser's hand asks how it happens. He mm-hmm. says, I guess you could say I ran into a monster. Mm-hmm. But he says, monstrule, which is, she remembers hearing the guy say that the night that her mom died. Yep. And suddenly, she realizes that she is in the presence of her mother's killer. 
Yep. Which you can see her realize it. You know? Yeah. She starts crying, which I mean would be a super, it's a super intense scene. Yeah. In this PG movie, you know, yeah. like this movie would be a lot better if it were rated R. If they and just, they could just like whole hog, like make it. it a thriller. Yeah. Absolutely. But they were like, it's for kids. Because there's a monkey in it. Yeah. Greg is tearing ass after them, driving like a complete maniac. Yeah. But, but also, what's his goal? Yeah, what he's going to make him pull over? Like, they'll right. just smoosh him. Yeah. Uh, Jill sees him coming up in the rearview mirror, so she, like, slams Strasser's face into the dashboard and is, like, punching them and shit. I think maybe she bites him at one point. I don't know. She's fighting yeah. to get away, which yeah. is nice that she's not just like, Greg, save me, but... Also, but she does it in the dumbest way. She should have yeah. just played along until it stopped. Right. She like just starts beating the shit out of Strasser and then just flings herself out of the truck onto the highway. Yeah, she falls out. So now Strasser and Garth just have Joe in the truck without her. Like she's the fucking she's the loose end. So like yeah. Anyway, she screams at Joe while she's flopping down the highway <laughs> to get out. Get and out, Joe. He hears her for some crazy how. So. <laughs> And she's not bloody at all. She's, she's fine. fine. Greg stops and scoops her up, you know, and she's like, he's like, Jill, what's going on? And she's like, those are the men that killed my mother. And he's just like, holy shit. Yes. Um, there's they're, a lot. So they're like, okay, let's go after them. But yeah. because she jumped into the highway. Right. There's just all these cars like parked. They're yeah. not in the highway, I guess. They're driving like through a town because there Whatever. are people like on the yeah. side of the road. Um, because... <laughs> Joe starts, like, wiggling around in the back of this truck and manages to, like, flop it over on its side. Yes. And Garth and Strasser, like, kind of crash and run away so that nobody comes to, like, ask them what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joe, everybody's looking at it. And they're like, oh, shit, what happened? And he punches his way out. And then we get this, <laughs> just zooms in on this one dude who goes, fat. Like, <laughs> it's really goofy because it's just two, like, kids. They're, like, teenagers. And they see it happen. From, like, we get a normal view of their face. Yeah. And then it goes back to them again. Yeah. And it's, like, a three-second pause. Yeah. And then he just goes, fat. Yeah. It's just, That's like, so hey, strange. it's the 90s. Did yeah. you know? We want to make sure that you know that it's the 90s. And then we also get this guy who's credited as impatient driver, which is really funny, who's just like, why? I'm late for work. Why is everybody stopping? What is going on? We forgot how to drive. Yeah. And then he like squeals around and drives right up to Joe, which I'm like, you don't see this giant gorilla jumping up and down on a truck that is overturned in the middle of the road. And he drives right up on him and Joe smashes his car. And then he's like, whoa. (sighs) Whoa. So it's really stupid. Anyway. And um, then, this is, and then, yeah, the worst part. Oh, where he smashes this car? Yes. Just to make the alarm stop? Yes. This is the other joke in the movie, because he I sits on it with his butt. it was meant to be a joke. I'm, I'm guessing. And then there are, like, four kids who are watching, who recognize him, because how could you not? And they're like, yeah, go Joe, smash the car! And he, like, sits on it. See, and I thought butt. that was weird, too, that they recognize him. Because obviously there would, I mean, there was the news story and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But... They don't really show, like, any widespread hype about him. Right. And there should be. People should be like, yeah, we've got yeah, like, LA, home of the giant gorilla. Right. There should have been, like, a welcoming party when he got there. Right. Or any sort of anything. Or even just show, like, a little montage of all these people watching the or, news story in their houses. You know? Like, yeah. Oh, cool, a giant gorilla. And now gorilla. there's a bunch of, like, Joe merchandise around. Yeah. And, you but know. there's nothing. No. Except for these four boys who are so like, yeah, Joe, do yeah. it. Yay. 
I don't get it. Like, nobody seems to even know about this gorilla, unless they do. And then they don't care. I don't know. It's just really weird. Because so the guy weird. who says fat, <laughs> I can't let go of this man, like, doesn't seem to recognize him. He's just like, cool, giant gorilla. So, yeah, yeah you're right. There should be, like, a lot of hype and, like, just everybody banding together just to be like, we we love this gorilla that represents, you know, whatever. Yeah. But there's none of that. So. No, but, yes, Joe has made a car alarm go off. It annoys him. He punches it. It makes a different noise. He punches it. It makes a different noise. He sits on it with his butt. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. It stops. Yay. Why don't you just leave? He doesn't seem bothered by any other noise. No. It's just, yeah. It's I, get, I think it was just trying to put in like, ha ha, gorilla butt, like a joke. But it's like, it's too fucking late for that. Yep. And then he climbs a building. <clears throat> yeah. He climbs See. up to the top of the, like... The man's Chinese theater, which where all the like Hollywood stars are yeah. and stuff like that, and the CGI version of him. Climbs oh, up yeah, there. for sure. Jill and Greg finally find the truck, but Joe's not there anymore, and so they're just like, oh, "All these people are running in this direction. Let's go there." They make it to the theater where some cops have shown up with shotguns, and Jill's like, "Don't shoot!" Because the cops are like, "He's armed and dangerous." <laughs> no, wait, he's just dangerous. He doesn't have a gun. <laughs> he does have two arms. <laughs> That's true. He is armed and dangerous. He's armed. <laughs> Um, but she's like, don't you? But it doesn't matter because Joe's not there anymore. Right. And we see Joe has made it all the way to the Hollywood sign. Somehow. Which even if you're not familiar with Los Angeles geography, you can see just by the fact that it's dark up there mm. and he's looking down on the city that he just left. Mm-hmm. It's an impossibly far distance. Mm-hmm. He could not have gotten that far away that fast. Without anybody have seen. Nobody saw him. He right. just teleported there. Exactly. Yeah. The only thing that we see is like... A couple people, like this one guy who comes out into his backyard and he calls animal control. And he's like, it was a giant gorilla. That's it. But Joe, from this vantage point, sees a giant, like... Searchlight. Searchlight, kind of. It's just like, I don't even know what you call it. It's not a searchlight. It's just pointed up in the sky to be like, come to our thing. Because it's at a carnival. Yeah, it still counts as a searchlight. Yeah. But it's just, it's on the ground pointing up. Yeah. And so he sees it and he's just like, oh... Jill flashlight. I'm headed in that direction. Jill flashlight. So he goes. <laughs> I've heard of her. <laughs> yeah, Joe Trouble and Jill flashlight. <laughs> so he climbs down back towards the city that he just left. Yes. <sighs> um. And Strasser, Strasser, Strusel, and Garth mm-hmm. steal a car. Yeah, there's from a carjack a man, man who goes. Oh, it's the fifth time this year. And then they follow Greg and Jill. Mm-hmm. So Joe is going to have to frogger it. He's come to the edge of a highway and he can see the light on the other side. That's the direction he needs to go. But there's all kinds of cars. And then he's about to go and some helicopters show up and shine their lights on him. And he's like, oh, no. And he starts running across the highway and he gets hit by a truck. Just just clipped in the back half by a semi truck. But he's fine. Yeah. So what was the point of that? I don't know. And then he's running away and the helicopters are chasing him. And and then he gets to the L.A. River and like. Doesn't want to jump down in there, but then he does, and he's fine because it's not that deep and the water's two inches. I don't know. Whatever. He's yeah. running that way. They're following him. He's, like, in a drainage ditch. Yeah. They're shooting at him, so he, like, runs through the ditch, and then he hides up under an overpass, and then he drops down. And They're like, oh, he must have gone up this way in this access tunnel or whatever, and then they fly away, and then we see that he is, like, hiding up under the underpass. Drops down, goes on his merry way. Yes. What I just said. Greg and Jill. <laughs> yeah. Jag and Grill are looking for Joe. But Jill sees the light, too. And she's like, oh, right, I bet he thinks that's my flashlight. Mm-hmm. Good detective work, Detective Jill. 
Yep. So now we're at the fair and we see this little boy named Jason in the line for uh, Ferrisville. Remember when all the girls were named Brittany? <laughs> and all the boys were named Jason? <laughs> but he's like, Mom, I don't want you to get on this Ferris wheel with me because last time you threw up. And she's like, okay, I'll go get cotton candy instead. So she leaves and she's like, just get on the Ferris wheel by yourself, I guess, which sounds yeah. terrible. But uh, Joe shows up. And it's just kind of walking through the fair, and some people are screaming and running away, and other people just don't fucking notice that he's there. What? Whatever. What are you going to do? <laughs> but he goes up to the light, but there's no Jill. Yeah. Just a lot of running, screaming. Unfortunately. But Jill and Greg have shown up. They start running through the fair looking for Joe. He's hard to spot. He's very small. Garth <laughs> and Strasser have also arrived. How did they get there? They were just following Greg and Jill. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, so Garth and Strasser have showed up, and Strasser is pointing his rifle at Jill. He says, there she goes, and Garth realizes that he's, like, pointing yeah. his gun at her, right. and is going to shoot her. He says, you can't ho- shoot her. She's a human woman. <laughs> but he's like, well, she knows who we really are and what our game is, and she's going to tell everybody, and then we're not going to get all that money for the gorilla. But right. Garth's like, I didn't sign up for murder. Yeah. and so You're not a hunter. You're a murderer. Exactly. So he, at the last second, like, hits Strasser's rifle. So that it doesn't hit Jill, but instead shoots a nine-year-old girl at the fair. No, fortunately, it just hits the searchlight. But, like, yeah. you could have hit anybody, too. Right, like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, but so he's like, I'm not going to be a part of this. I quit. And Strasser knocks him out cold with the butt of his rifle for his troubles. Yeah, the sparks from the searchlight start a fire. Because yeah. why not? Oh, sure. That's how that works. Yep. And that's what we needed. Uh-huh. So Greg is like, Jill, you go find Joe. I'll go deal with this fire, I guess. Sure. Yeah, he goes to help kids out of the Ferris wheel. It's actually nice. Yeah, it's yeah. not just like him being like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, he sees a thing that he can go do, and so he goes to do it, which is cool. Yeah. The ride operator is like, that's everybody, but, uh. A woman uh, runs up and is like, where's Jason? Where's Jason? Jason. Greg is really pulling his weight here, though. Jason. You know, he kind of, he kind of grew on me a little bit. He's got a fire extinguisher. He's trying yeah. to put out the Ferris wheel fire. He's sure. not just like being a, a uh, helpless man. And he's also yeah. not like do I don't know. He's just spilling his pipe. It's yeah. nice. Jill sees Joe's shadow and is just like Joe. And she starts <laughs> towards him, but she's stopped by Strasser who is pointing a gun at her. Uh-huh. And he says, goodbye Jill. Meet your mother in hell. You know, for kids. Yeah. yeah. But, but Joe is right behind Strasser. Looks very mad, obviously. Mm-hmm. So Jill looks at Strasser, smirks, and says, goodbye. Yep. And then Joe picks him up, uh, tosses him through a carnival ride and into a huge electrical box where he dies. Yeah. For kids. Yeah. But yeah, the ride that she he throws him through is on fire. And then he like dangles on the electric wires for a little bit before he falls on the But Like the whole thing is just way too intense. Yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. Greg is still fighting the fire with a fire extinguisher, but it's getting way too big. It's totally out of hand. But he sees that fire trucks are on the way. So he's like, all right, I'll just leave it to the pros. Right. And then some cops have also shown up and are all pointing their guns at Joe. And yeah. Jill and Greg are like begging them, like, don't shoot him. He's not, you know, he won't hurt anybody. Yeah. Everything's fine. But Joe has heard little Jason's cries because yeah, he is at the top. Going, Mom! Of the Ferris wheel. Mom! And he's crying. Mom! <laughs> Did we mention that Jason is a goat? <laughs> Poor Jason. Poor Jason. So Joe just starts climbing the Ferris wheel. Yes. And Jill explains that Joe is going up there 
to save him. Don't yeah. shoot at him. Yeah, also there's a kid up there, so don't shoot at him, because you might hit the kid. Yeah. But yeah, sure. so they, they hold their fire. Joe has a tough time. He almost falls a couple times, but he does climb to the top. He gets Jason in his little paw. Mm-hmm. But as he's climbing down the Ferris wheel, the fire has gotten to it, and so it's going to, like, fall forward. Yeah. So everybody runs back. Joe holds Jason against, like, his chest and jumps away from the Ferris wheel, landing on his back. Yeah, like, like flat on his back. Squarely, it's, yes. Yeah, it's not like, oh, his arm, and then his, I mean, it is just, like, crunch. Like, his spine is definitely shattered. Yeah. If he's not dead, he's paralyzed. Well, he's a magical gorilla anyway. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but it, it appears that he's dead. And yeah. Jill cries about it a lot and is petting his face. And it's just like, come on, big guy. Wake up. Come on, Joe. I need you. And lays down on him and is crying. And Greg is holding all the people back single-handedly Which, and is also crying. What are they trying to do? I don't know. Give him some space. Yeah. That's what they always say in the movies. Give him some air. Give him some room. Or whatever. Or just, I don't fucking know. I don't either. But, uh, guess what? He's not dead. He's not dead. Of He's course. fine. He, like, pets her face and she's like, He's alive! And then Greg runs over and is like, He's alive! And everybody's like, I can't believe it! Joe's alive! And I'm like, Is Joe alive? Joe's alive! Do you think Joe's alive? And then this little part that doesn't match anything and doesn't go here. <laughs> nope. They just kind of walk away from Joe a bit and she says, We gotta get Joe somewhere safe. No, Greg says, we gotta get Joe somewhere safe. Uh-huh. And Jill just goes, where are we gonna get that kind of money? Yep. Yeah, like... It's so out of place. <laughs> yeah, there are probably lots of animal conservatories not but run also, by poachers. But also, it's just not the time to think about it. Like, Joe just woke up. Like, let's make yeah. sure he's okay. Let's check on all the other people around. Like, let's... It's right. just such a weird time to have this conversation. Yeah, I know. It really is. But it's so we can have this just ham-fisted scene where lil jason reaches in his hoodie pocket and goes i've got some money for joe and holds out like three dollars and his mom's like jason (laughs) and then the cop that was full-on gonna shoot him is like hey i've I've got a couple dollars come on everybody come on folks let's help him out and so i guess they fucking it's a wonderful life collect the money that they need right there while the fire is raging around them and people are definitely injured and joe is still laying on the ground right sure (laughs) the firemen Uh, run up and jill and greg just have their hands full of money yeah the loose change they're Uh, just like hello (laughs) do you have anything that you could donate to the cop it's frustrating because, like you said, it would have made more sense if there was this, like, community rallying around Joe. But it doesn't seem like very many people even know who Joe is. Right. And in the moment, sure, it's, you know, he saved this kid's life. They watched this heroic thing happen. Right. But I just don't think that buying land is, like, what is in the forefront of everyone's mind in this moment. Right. Everything is still on fire. I know. It's, yeah, it's, whatever. They get all the money. They buy uh, land in Africa. Mm -hmm. Everyone's happy. They name it the Joe Young whatever. Uh Uh-huh. And everything's fine now. It's fine. The end. The end. Yeah, there's a voiceover of Jill being like, Dear Cecily, I promised I would write to you when we got Joe safe. So, and she wraps it up with a little epilogue. We see it. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, well, just to explain that, the contributions from people, and it's just like... Yes! The, yeah. Yeah, but also, 
this is the first time that it's been brought up that they don't have the money to put Joe somewhere. Like, it hasn't been an issue up until this point. Like, none of it. No. Not flying this giant gorilla from Africa to Los Angeles. Nobody was like, Jesus, that's going to cost a lot of money. You know, like. Yeah. None of it. You know. (sighs) I just don't understand. I don't understand any of it. But hey, we made it to the end. We sure did. We've made it. Woo. Uh, Replay? Rewind? No, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm good. I would see this movie if they made it into a spooky, like a super spooky R-rated thriller. Yeah, I do think it's a really good candidate for a recast rewrite. Yeah. Because it does have potential. Yeah. I wanted to care about it. Yeah. Uh, did it make you cry? No. Yeah, it made me cry. (laughs) You big baby. I know, it's just, you know, the scene where she's like singing to him, that made me sad. Uh Uh-huh. I think that was it. That was the only one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it I was... I just knew that he wasn't gonna die. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just yeah. when he was, like, freaking out, and then she went in and, like, talked him down and was singing to him and petting yeah. him. I was just like, oh, it's so cute. Oh. You know, this giant gorilla that could destroy everything, and he's just like, I'm upset. This way and she's, like, petting him. Yeah, my friend's here. <laughs> so that was cute. Yeah. Um, so it came out December 25th, oh. 1998. Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be a summer release, but they had to push it back. Oh. It did not do very well. It had a budget of $90 million. Yeah, I uh, The box office was $15 million. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. 50.6. It did terribly. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 56%. It's not a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas it's a movie. Weird well, they didn't it. intend for it to be. I know, but like, wait till spring. A Christmas release. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't get it. Roger Ebert gave it three stars. Roger. He says, Mighty Joe Young is an energetic, robust adventure tale. Not too cynical, violent, or fragmented for kids. Not too tame for adults. No. None of that's right. It's very violent. It's incredibly violent. Yeah. And then he wraps up his review saying, One positive aspect is the film's relative civility. So many special effects movies seem angry and aggressive. Smaller kids are blown out of the theater by the force of the noise and special effects. Mighty Joe Young is not meek and harmless. It's a full-blooded action picture, all right, but with a certain warmth and humor instead of scorched, instead of a scorched earth approach. You feel good at the end instead of merely relieved. No, I don't. No, I don't feel good at any point. The same movie because I don't give a shit. There's no humor. No, a couple people say that. Common Sense Media gave the film four stars, saying that it was environmentally friendly and it provides serious food for thought and plenty of comic relief. When? When? As opposed to the 1949 original, because this is a remake of a movie that came out in the 40s. So, I I mean, maybe it's funnier than that, but there are no jokes in this movie. It's incredibly serious. I feel like I'm that Britney Spears gif. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, The reviewer went on to praise the effects and acting. That went into Joe's rendition. So like we said, Joe gorilla, did do a good job, yeah. the gorilla looks great. Yeah. Saying that children will sympathize with the character as well as with Theron's and Paxton's romantic pairing. No. Oh, the children will sympathize with Jill and Greg getting together? No kids give a shit. Also, no. For all of the reasons that we just talked about for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Bad. Paul Clinton of CNN gave it a negative review. Good. Saying, great scenery cartoonish villains, bad scenery, huge leaps of suspended belief, and mouth-watering shots of Charlize Theron are in plentiful supply in Mighty Joe Young. Gross! Gross. 
And baby, can this boy travel. He goes from Africa to L.A. in just one dissolve. Then, when he escapes, he goes from Hollywood Boulevard to the Los Angeles River to the Pacific Palisades in seconds. If you're not familiar with L.A., trust me, couldn't happen. Andy says, The gorilla is pretty impressive and expressive, but overall, it's much ado about not much. I have a feeling this film will be fairly low on the food chain of must-see holiday films. He is correct. I can tell that you're still hung up on mouth-watering shots. I hate it so much. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, my face got stuck like that. (laughs) I mean, you're right. You're right to get stuck. Uh, Stephen Holden of the New York Times gave the film generally unfavorable reviews, saying, Mighty Joe Young, directed by Ron Underwood, from a screenplay by Mark Rosenthal and Lawrence Connor, is saddled with dialogue so wooden that Mr. Paxton and Miss Theron almost seem animatronic themselves. Yes, absolutely. I up. Finally, we agree. Uh, the production section on Wikipedia is like two sentences. There's nothing interesting in there. Yeah. So I just have a couple of trivia things. Tell One me. which I thought was very funny. Yes. The guy who did the animatronics and the suit and the special effects for Joe, his name is Rick Baker. Mm-hmm. He also worked on Gorillas in the Mist in 1988, which cool. is a very good suspenseful gorilla movie yeah. with Sigourney Weaver as Diane Fossey. It's great. But he stated, after doing Gorillas in the Mist, that he wouldn't do any more projects that involved creating animatronic apes. And then he went and did Baby's Day Out. He did all the gorilla work in Baby's Day Uh. Out in 1994. So he was like, okay, this is the last movie that I'm doing with giant gorillas in it. But then someone was like, hey, do you want to do Mighty Joe Young? And he was like, fine! (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'm just the gorilla guy to you, huh? (laughs) Because apparently he loved the original and he was like, shit, okay, yeah, I want to do it. But also because he saw working on Mighty Joe Young as a chance to redeem himself for King Kong 1976, since he also designed King King Kong in that movie, and was the guy in the King Kong suit. Oh, shit. So he really is just the gorilla man. He is the gorilla man. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that they were like, Rick? And he's like, no. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to be fair, th- that was the best part of the movie. It's true. Like, he did a lot better. Yeah. Joe was believable and good. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, like, it talks about how when they asked him to do, uh, this movie, he was like, okay, there are a lot of things I want to do better than I did for Gorillas in the Mist. Right. And so he really improved on trying to make this gorilla super believable. And he did a great job. Yeah. Uh, it was, this was the last movie that he did anything gorilla related, but then he went on to work on Planet of the Apes in 2001, so he was like, nah, fine, I'll just be the ape guy, I guess. <laughs> what do I look like, a monkey man? <laughs> I think it's really funny that he's like, typecast. As the gorilla guy. <laughs> that was very funny. He agreed to do Mighty Joe Young on one condition, that he got to pick the dudes who went into the suit. Oh. So he cast John Alexander, whom I've never heard of, to be adult Joe, mm-hmm. and Vern Troyer as baby Joe. Aww. And that's, who's, that's yeah. who it is. Nice. It is really cool the way that they did. Most of it is like a guy in a suit on a miniature set. Yeah. With like a blue screen. Oh, cool. And they, in fact, even worked with Kodak to make better films specifically for this movie to improve, like, blue screen technology. Cool. So it does look really good. There are only a couple times where you're like, That's, that gorilla is not in that room with those people. Right. Like, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. But he, he looks really good. So. He does look real. The only part where I was like, oh, CGI was when he's climbing yeah. the theater. Yeah. Everything and there else- are some, like, CGI bits, and they worked really hard to make sure that he looked, you know... Yeah, it's still, I mean, you know, it's 2022. It looked fine. Yeah. About as believable as any other shit made today. I agree. Yeah. 
Also, last thing um, that I just learned while I was reading this, that gorillas are known to have individually... Gorillas are known to individually have unique nostril shapes. Oh, cute. So they're like, you can tell them apart by the shape of their nostrils. Oh, and and that's probably why little Jill was like, no, that's Jeff. Yeah, Yeah. so she knew, you know, and she was like, you can go back and look at the pictures and you can tell, you know, which gorilla is which. And so they, when they designed his face, they made his nostrils shaped like little J's so that it would be Joe. That's cute. Which I thought was adorable. Yeah, there's so many things about it that could have been good and yet they were not. Mm Mm-hmm. That's yeah, my I review. <laughs> didn't see the original or read anything, like, read very much about it. But yeah, their RKO put out the original in 1949. Yeah. And the biggest difference, it's, like, pretty much the same story, but the biggest difference is that there's no poacher antagonist. There's really no antagonist at all. Yeah. In the original, he just becomes, like, an attraction at, like, a like a burlesque bar kind of he like oh. works in a venue and they were like we are not gonna do that this time around we're yeah. gonna make it a little more kid friendly i guess sure. <laughs> but uh they didn't yeah they fucking failed yeah so yeah. that's that on that that is that and that is the end mm-hmm. and you know what join our patreon <laughs> so patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast because we will do a rewrite of this movie yeah I want to. Yep. Right now. Yes. <laughs> Gonna do it. There's ideas in there. In your brain. Yeah, so go ahead and join that. And also, if you want to reach out to us with any of your ideas or your thoughts or your feelings, or, you know, just to say hello, you can do that on the internet at Instagram, Replay Rewind Podcast, or on Gmail, Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, we also have a Twitter, Replay Rewind Pod. Yep. If you want to listen to our other episodes, you can... Catch them on Spotify or Stitcher or Google or Apple Podcasts. If you can, like and subscribe, rate and review, do that. Yeah. And if you want to share episodes with your friends, that would be cool, too. Just really anytime anybody brings up a movie that we've done, just go, oh my god, I listened to this amazing podcast and it's called Replay Rewind and they covered it and they did such a good job. Just talking. Oh my god, they're so funny. They're so funny. They're like, I just... Sometimes I have to pause it just so I can catch my breath laughing. Don't sell it too much because then if we don't live up to the hype. Then... Anyway. Also, like Bucket Snake said, you can go check out our Patreon. We have bonus episodes that come out every Tuesday. We like to remix some of the movies that we've done. Sometimes they're so bad that they, we just have to rewrite them entirely. Yeah. And once a month, we pick a movie that is from the time frame that we probably watched as children, but maybe shouldn't have. Yeah. And this month... We're doing Anaconda, which I'm very excited about. So, go check that out. Alright, before we go, what's the IMDB for next week's movie? To keep the loyalty of a village during the Vietnam War, a U.S. Army officer and his unit struggle to deliver it a live elephant. Oh, okay. So, Finding Nemo. And, uh, in the meantime, stay fresh. Cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. <laughs>
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. <laughs> 